We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. I'm so hungry. The peasants have been starving me for so long. Oh, I recently heard that they've done a new special. Only $4.99 to rent it. Only $7.99 to buy. The price is a bit steep for me, ladies and gentlemen, because times have been lean. They're calling the special the Mouth of the Manatee. They made me show my gums once, and now they're going deep into the cavernous pit of my mouth. Oh, God. Please, whatever you do, don't click that link in the description. Don't give these scam artists your money. Give me your money. I'm starving. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the support of viewers like you. You can support this podcast on Patreon by using the Amazon links in our description section to do your shopping, by signing up for Loot Crate using our official link, or by contributing via Super Chat if you're watching us live. If you have a video or suggestion for the Drunken Peasants, please label it clearly and send it to the Drunken Peasants Facebook inbox. You may also send fan art and pictures of you wearing or sporting our merchandise. Please do not send personal messages, as these will be deleted unread. Thank you for supporting the show. And with all that shit out of the way, here is the Drunken Peasants Podcast. <laughs> Cast. From the frigid armpit of America, this is the Drunken Peasants Podcast with Ben and TJ, bringing you opinions of the news from an altered perspective. Fuck it! <laughs> you got a joint? Uh, no, 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 man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. What the fuck you talking about, atheists? Yeah, it's okay. You're nothing, okay. KJ. You're garbage. Okay. I just want to be light. You're fuck garbage. <laughs> and now, here are your hosts, Ben and TJ. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. 
fucking thing sucks. Hello, welcome to the Drunken Presence Podcast, episode 359. And we are joined here uh, for, I believe, the third time by Sargon of Akkad. Yes. It's been a while, though. Yes. I don't think I've ever actually been on with Sargon. I don't know if you have. So this may be our first time uh, uh, being on the show together. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Oh, you've got a... You've got to turn him oh, back yeah. on. Oh, I forgot. I had him muted. That's all right. There we go. Sorry, I didn't try and say anything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay good. good. Well, welcome yeah, to the thanks, show, thanks Sargon. Thanks on, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, you know, we kind of talked before. I, I wanted to start out the show tonight with some questions. And like I said, most of these were pulled from our fan base. They, uh, they're things that our fan base wanted to hear you talk about. One of them, uh, I'll admit, did not come from our fan base. I think it'd be fun to start with that one. This is a personal one That's for me. That's from you? Yeah, directly so I, from I, I, I have nothing to do with this. Yeah, Ben has nothing to do with this. This is just personally <laughs> from my heart. You're, I've seen you dubbed the Frog King. Um, you, 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 are, you are the, the uh, leader. We to talk about Dusty Smith. No, 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 no. The leader of the Kekistanis, right? You gave birth to Kekistan, <laughs> did you not, sir? <laughs> Did you not give birth to Kekistan, sir? Maybe by accident, but I'm certainly okay. not the leader of anything. I'm asking for you, if you could, please kill the Kekistanis. Please, I understand what they are now. I get it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I think it's great. But I can't handle the Kekistan shit anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> Peepee the Frog is everywhere I go. It's out of my hands, man. It is not out of your hands, sir. I'm putting you on the carpet now. You There's can you can make can a do. proclamation from on high. You can't pull it back now. Sargon could say, Kekistan is dead. He could say it, and people would be like, oh, shit. No, he can't kill it. You don't I think he can kill I, it? It's no. nothing I can do about it. It's, it's the people's meme. It's nothing I can't change well, it. I thought I'd ask. Sorry. It's, it's okay. It, well, it's okay. I'm, you know, you can't fault a guy for trying. No, that's fine. So, let's clear something up to okay. start here. Are you, I kind of know the answer, but let's get it on record here on the show. Are you a Trump supporter, sir? Not really. Not really. That's no, no a, I quite that's like that he triggers people, but beyond that. Oh, okay. You, well. like, that he, you like that he triggers people. But other oh, than yeah. that, I mean, what is, what's your assessment of him as a, as a leader? Well, he's yeah. Trump's got this kind of animalistic understanding of uh, power politics, and I, I think he's picked it up from his life as a businessman, where it's obviously very cutthroat. And so he's good at dealing with people rather than dealing with facts or events. Sure. And so that's that's how he, I mean you watch you I mean, obviously you guys followed the uh, the Republican primaries and that's exactly what he did all the way through. He was knocking them out one by one because he identified their weaknesses and then nailed them on it to the point where he just discredited them not on, on anything they were saying but just on the the people that they were in sort of like honestly like playground bully boy tactics. Um, I don't think it's a a fair way of doing anything. It's certainly not an intellectual way of doing something. But it, you, it, I'm sorry to interrupt. It is you, an effective you, way of doing something. Do, do, do you still think that he's good at dealing with people? Given oh, uh, when I say dealing, reason, I mean like competing with people. Then. Sure. Um, uh, let me let me ask you this. Um, 
I, I didn't expect you to say not really. I expected you to say no, that you're not a Trump supporter. Not really uh, leaves a little bit of a window. Do you think that your videos in the lead up to the 2016 election, mm. uh, in particular, the one I'm most familiar with is Hillary must lose. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that that video uh, constitutes tacit support of Trump? I mean, isn't the inverse of Hillary must lose at that point in the election, Trump must win? Well, I suppose when it comes down to the choice of two people, you could see it that way, but I don't care about Trump. So it always makes me laugh when someone who was a Hillary supporter goes, oh, look, your boy Trump's done something stupid. And I'm just like, he was bound to. <laughs> I don't care. But the point is, Hillary had to lose. Because otherwise you were voting for the corruption that was eating the system alive. That's untenable. I mean, you, you can't possibly endorse someone who has been caught cheating Bernie Sanders. Hmm? Uh, sure. Right. Very worrying things. Nobody, nobody here uh, on our show supported either candidate. No, no, I know um, you guys, Bernie guys, weren't you? We, we, yeah, I, we, I we were kind of Bernie or bust people. people. Um, I, I would have preferred Bernie, but. But what are you gonna I would do? say, I would say the the system as a whole screwed Bernie. The way they allow the debates to work and the way they they handle their own primaries. Oh no, there, there was an active conspiracy against him inside the DNC. So well, sure, I mean. You know, even, the, even, they, even if the system hadn't screwed him, I mean, they were actively suppressing him and working against him behind the scenes. So he, he was doomed to fail, no matter how popular he was. Do you, do you still feel uh, that we're better off with Trump than Hillary Clinton? Um, oh, yeah. Given, yeah, given yeah, that absolutely. it kind of seems, I mean, it seems to me that we've almost traded corruption uh, of one kind for corruption of another kind in Trump. You've traded uh, this, corruption the, the, for incompetence. The, the, well, I mean, <laughs> there's corruption involved in the uh, covering up of incompetence. Uh, there's corruption involved in the covering up of lies uh, delivered by people within your administration. And there's certainly corruption if there's any uh, if there's if there's any way that this Russia thing is true. That would certainly const constitute corruption, collusion with a, a foreign government outside well, of yeah, absolutely. the structure but for that. We haven't got any proof that Russia has actually done anything yet, whereas we have proof that Hillary did things, lots of things. And she had a long career of doing lots of bad things and getting away with them as well. Right. Um, I, she, I'm, fact, I'm not she saying Russia point... did anything. I'm not, I'm not implying that Russia... Well, I, I, I don't know that... You know, we've got no, no evidence that the Russia-Trump thing is true at all. It, it looks like a wild conspiracy theory to me, so... It does? I mean, yeah, how, how, many, how many more, how many more uh, members of Trump's staff and cabinet are going to resign due to lying about contact with Russian government officials? Before, yeah, I'm not saying Russian I know exactly not, what happened. Like, it's not... This this is the thing why it, it really does look like a witch hunt. Now, I'm going to be honest, I haven't been following it as closely as I could, because honestly, I'm just waiting for some evidence to come out. But like talking to someone in the Russian government, that's not collusion in and of itself. And I mean, like Hillary's got more ties with Russia than Trump does. So it's just like, it, it, where's the evidence of malfeasance? Um, well, certainly I'm with you on that. I don't see a direct line to evidence to uh, of any kind of malfeasance that's taken place. Although I think that there's 
a strong reason for us to be questioning what's going on in the Trump administration. Oh, given absolutely. The, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 clearly worrying, no, to have I think it's unprecedented in American history to have this many uh, appointed members of a cabinet and uh, extended advisory staff leave due to one kind of direct scandal within such a short period of time. I, I, well, I can't this, think this of a precedent. Is, this is the thing, though. At the moment, there really isn't a scandal. That's that's the problem. There and, is. Until some, well, what, what's the evidence? What's the evidence of a scandal? Uh, the, the multitudes of Trump uh, surrogates that have lied under oath isn't a scandal yeah, politicians politicians lie all the time it's not under oath scandals. they don't when they lie under oath they're they're called to account for it oh well okay well, that's good but i'm i guess i'm just used to politicians lying all the time um yeah absolutely give them give them hell is what i say you know and it looks like the media is but the thing is it only it also looks like the media is basically the left-wing establishment has kind of lost its marbles and is desperately looking for a reason that it wasn't themselves that was to blame for the loss to Trump, and I honestly think that they are doing this for as much as long as they can, because that way they don't have to turn their eyes on themselves and say, "Okay, why did we lose? Why did why did Trump end up winning?" Because really, it's Hillary, and it was them. Sure. You know, it, it wasn't the fact that Trump was a better, good option. That Trump was some sort of <laughs> magnificently well articulated and well thought out. Uh, articulated politician with a particularly well thought out political policy or anything like that. Absolutely, it was just not. that he was in opposition to them, and they were terrible. So you know they need to they need to learn. They do need think, to be humble. But they how do you be. think Trump performed in those debates against Hillary? Trump's not bad at debating because he's a bully, basically. <laughs> um, but he didn't perform particularly well. I I think he could have done better, but. There were, there were. Um, I think I, I did a, a video on one of my alternate channels, where it was about I don't know, like ten, fifteen minutes of Trump just nailing Hillary on all of the points that I wanted him to nail her on, and I personally really enjoyed that. But overall, I don't think he did very well. Do you think that Trump is worth um, the shakeup, uh, especially regarding uh, sharing of intelligence amongst our allies, which uh, has been uh, if you know, international uh, heads of state are to are be you, believed irreparably damaged. Well, I'm talking about a couple of leaks uh, that have happened um, on the Trump watch. Um, two of them seemingly directly connected to Trump. Right. Um, I, I haven't been following it that, that closely. Okay, so, I'm, only, uh, I'm Trump, only aware of the one from Britain. To be honest. Trump, Trump has apparently... Um, you, so you haven't followed anything about Trump uh, no, giving information to Russian ambassadors that burned a, an Israeli agent? No, I didn't hear about that. Oh, okay. Well, Trump is... Uh, uh, let me... I, it, seems, it seems a little strange to me that you're not following this. Um, you're, you're kind of on the front lines of, of, a, of a war that's being fought um, in a large part here in America. You, you, you talk about being a culture, uh, a member. Well, you don't talk about being a culture warrior, do you? Do you think you're a culture no, warrior? I no. am, but I don't need to go on about it. It's other people that go on about it. But the thing is, they're culture warriors too. So, <laughs> Can you choose to not be a culture warrior? Can you opt out uh, of the culture you, warrior? You can, in my opinion, but in the opinion of the people we oppose, you can't. So... So what were you going to say, Paul? You were just going to make a point. Oh, crap. I don't know. 
I've gotten on. I've gotten on. I have, with the why, why, haven't idea. I been, why haven't I been following? Yeah, Trump, yeah. The uh, uh, Brexit. You, because we, yeah, we've why, got, why we, haven't? Why? Oh, so Brexit has been taking up yeah, most of your time yeah. politically. You were about Brexit to say something about the uh, the Israeli up. agent. I'm I'm surprised. You yeah, yeah. I'm this interested too. in hearing about. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I haven't I haven't been following it closely. Well, uh, Trump uh, apparently, if all the reports are uh, true, and he has since admitted this on Twitter, mm -hmm. decided to pass along uh, classified information to two Russian government officials in the Oval Office, apparently maybe to brag, I don't know, <laughs> to tell them, hey, yeah, I know this, yes, uh, that ended up burning an Israeli source of uh, intelligence. And then... Close to ISIS. And then after that, uh, he found out that the FBI was investigating him, so he mm -hmm. fired the the director of the FBI. Yeah. Wasn't he advised by two people to fire Comey? But then, well... The timeline is a little off there. Did uh, he make a tweet saying he was going to do know, it anyway? He, uh, he, he gave an interview the day after saying that he had already... So completely contradicting the line that his administration had given out, that he fired Comey at the behest of AG Sessions, mm -hmm. um, he went in, on live TV and said, nope, nope, I had my mind made up before that meeting. I was going to fire him anyway. So uh, Trump seems to be doing that constantly here, um, contradicting the information coming out of his own administration. Um, so once again, that that's why it was a little shocking to me uh, to hear you say that you don't think that there's any I mean, evidence. I uh, well, that's, of, that's of not collusion that or they, any they evidence of wrongdoing, is it? Well, no, I'm not saying there's no evidence of wrongdoing. I, I mean, there may well be like wrongdoing, um, but that's not the Russians hacking the election beforehand and Trump no. working with them to hack the election or something like that. That's that's something post hoc, isn't it? Um, right. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's done things that are bad, and I'm not interested in defending him. If if there's something that he should be called on, then call him on it. Sure. Um, it's just uh, I don't know. It's 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 strange to me. Um, yeah, I'm not. Let's move on. Let's move on thing. to uh, conspiracy theories because that's a recent <laughs> a recent thing yeah. that's come up. I feel I feel bad yeah. trying to hold your feet to the fire for this, so I won't no, 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 because I'm fine, a, I'm a fine. former I'm a former conspiracy dude myself. Um, no, no, I, I, th I think it's important to talk about actually because one, sure. one of the things. One, I mean, I, so, okay, so I know what you're talking about. Um, so there's a, there's a YouTube, a small YouTuber called Sean and Jen, and uh, this this person's a culture warrior themselves, and they went back through like I don't know like two or three years back, some of my old videos, and found a comment on one of those videos where someone had asked me about it separately, and I was just like, well, I find it I find it difficult to believe that two planes brought down three towers, and that was obviously like two or three years ago, sure, and. I'd had a little exchange with people, and then I can't remember who, or I mean, I don't even remember having this exchange, to be honest, but someone had sent me a video of, like, I don't know, some welder or something in a workshop, and he just heats up a beam to the temperature, I, I, and I saw puts your it in video. this anvil and just bends it, and I'm like, oh, okay, fair it enough. It just melts, you know? yes. Yeah, exactly. He says, like, a noodle, and, it, you know, he's using one finger to do it. I'm like, okay, yeah, fair enough. And that's, that is basically the problem with conspiracy theories. Right? I was thinking about this a lot. And the problem is that people just simply don't have enough information. You know, because I, mean, I, I honestly had no idea that was the case. And I, I suspect that a lot of the people are the same. And it's the same with, um, you know, things like chemtrails and flat earth. Or, or the, uh -huh, oh, yeah. I, I still don't actually believe people believe the earth is flat. I honestly, um, 
it's impossible to believe. I mean, that's so did, dumb. Did you yourself <laughs> ever dabble in Kim trailery? No, not really. I well, not really. And the thing is, another like, not really. All I, no, not really. <laughs> but, yeah. The, the thing is, I'm, I'm happy to entertain anything if there's evidence for it. You know, if they say, well, and you see all these pictures of, like, um, the interior of planes going around and they've got loads of you know, barrels and stuff. And I was like, Christ, what's this? But again, like, on a on a video by a YouTuber called Cool Hard Logic, I just posted in the chat, I was going, okay, so what what's going on with these things? And someone had said, this is the explanation, here's a link to it. There we go. You know, this is the thing with conspiracy theorists. You, they don't hold these beliefs necessary or well, i'm sure there are ones that do but i think there are a lot of them don't hold them irrationally they just don't have the information that they need and i think well, that isn't that it, the definition of an irrational belief is holding a belief no, no, that no, you no, don't no, have the information to support no 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 an, an irrational belief is in the face of evidence but the thing is these people don't have the evidence well so don't they have the to... internet though i mean the yeah, evidence that's... is right there for all to see right i mean well, how, how much how much they... leeway do you give a person yeah, but you can say that, but if you know they don't, they might not know what they're looking for. There's also know? misinformation out there too. And yeah, there's there's plenty of misinformation out there. So it, if you're concerned about conspiracy theories, the best thing to do is just find the evidence and present it to them. I mean, if you've, you if you know what it is already, probably not going to be very hard to find it. And you can give them links, and then the you know the burden is on them. So you're like, Look, I've got the proof. All you have to do is read it, and as it's the proof, I'm sure you'll come to believe so, whatever it is. Which which famous conspiracy theories are you bought into, would you say? Well, none, really. Seth Rich? Like, no, uh, I mean, I don't know about Seth Rich, but I mean, if I had to put money on it, yeah, I'd say he was probably the leaker who got shot. But I don't you, know. you, you, really, you really think that? Well, I, 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 I mean, don't know. Have you looked at the... You, you don't on, know. <laughs> have you looked well, at the I facts of the case? Have you looked... I mean, have you looked yeah, at what I've, the police I've, have released? I, I haven't seen that actually, but I've you know I've seen the what priorly happened the a robbery gone wrong and whatnot and uh, in a neighborhood that was known we need for to make an example and all that sort of thing. I think it's plausible. If if anyone's going to assassinate someone, I think it'd be the Clinton campaign. Do you um, do you think do you think that uh, the the Seth Rich uh, issue could be classified as a conspiracy theory? Or do you think it's do you think it's outside yeah, of that realm? It is certainly a conspiracy theory. Um, but like I said, I don't know, you know, and if we ever get some solid evidence one way or another, I'd love to see it. I've got, uh, I've got one more conspiracy to run by you. Uh, this one was interesting to me. I watched your video. Hitler's escape to Argentina. I yeah, think in your be. video you said um, that this probably happened. And Well, maybe I should have not used the word probably. That's okay. It may have happened. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I maybe, it's, maybe I think it happened. It's certainly a possibility. Um, there are a lot of Nazis who escaped to Argentina, um, and I mean that's not a conspiracy. That's just something that happened. And we never, the the Allies never found Hitler's body, and the Russians claimed that they'd burned it, and never presented any evidence. And then I, I can't remember what year it was. It was it was much later after World War Two. They claimed they had a jawbone fragment and a skull fragment. And they turned out to come from like a forty year old woman. Uh, <laughs> so that obviously wasn't Hitler's. Um, and so basically there's never been any proof of his you know, what happened to his body. So it's I think it's possible that he escaped to Germany I mean uh, to Argentina. And if the FBI have a lead that they think is uh, plausible who knows? You know, because I mean, as far as I'm aware, the information we have comes from the KGB, 
uh, declassified KGB documents. Now, don't quote me on this, because I might be wrong. If anyone sure. has some better information, I'd love to have it. Um, but, but if it comes down to a, a source from the FBI or a source from the KGB, it's up to you who you want to believe, isn't it? I, I mean, right. I, I'd probably choose neither. Um, I'd probably honest. believe well, the FBI honestly, more. If, if the choice was between the CIA and the KGB, I would choose neither. But I, I find the FBI to be more credible. Uh, well, I don't have much love for the Federal Bureau of Investigation, but that's just a personal position. Um, yeah, I can understand it. I wouldn't. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I think they're particularly high. On I want it. I really eventually at some point during this show I want to hear because I want to hear Sargon and Paul talk about globalism because Paul is a is a <laughs> is a 100% globalist. Yes, I'm a globalist. Yes. Like, what? Right. Hey, like, well, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we can. So I, I can give you my my general thesis. It's ex- I'll, I'll keep it it's very too short. Extreme for me. It's it's way out there. I think me. that the problems that we face mm-hmm. are. If not, ex- uh, I think they're exacerbated by, if not caused directly by, arbitrary divisions amongst our species. Um, those being uh, divisions of national borders, divisions of religion, um, those those sorts of things. And I and I genuinely believe that if we came to look at the human species as one species, which is what it is, living on the same planet together facing the same problems globally that we would be better off um i don't think that this is something that can happen immediately obviously this is a slow incremental thing but this is what i advocate for you did want a one world government absolutely single world language and that sort of thing well i'd like to have a standard language i don't want to eradicate people's natural languages if they want to continue the tradition of speaking their language there at one time that you did they're they're perfectly um they're perfectly okay but one world government and and one okay, person so, runs. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think I think the important word uh, here is the use of the term arbitrary. Um, it's you gave a bunch of reasons as to why there are divisions. They're not arbitrary. Arbitrary means without reason. Um, the, there is there is a good reason why we have these borders. And it's because of culture, ethnicity, belief, uh, religion, political ideologies. Um, sure. Some of them are mutually incompatible. They can't. They can't live together and, you know, coexist. It has to be one or the other. And so, if some people want to live one way and some people want to live another way, you're going to have to have some kind of border. It's just as simple as that. And until until we have a, a world full of ideologies and religions that are all mutually compatible, I don't think it's possible. Well, I don't think it's possible either. Uh, on on the on the short term, um, I advocate for it because I think that. It's the way that we should be thinking so, as a species. So, Paul, now, I, I, I hate saying shoulds, but no, no, no. I, I it's okay to say should. Um, so, okay. So, are you, are you actually conceiving like, um, sort of like a global parliament or senate or congress or something like uh, that? Yeah, you know, the president. Or? Would it be uh, democratic or would it be a dictatorship, Paul? Um, you know, in the in the long term, I actually advocate for taking it out of the hands of human beings. Yep. Which yes, you know yeah. is, a, is a more is a more more radical position. Well, I mean, I'm not Jesus Christ is yes, but it's just like that's uh, radical. Well, let, let's say let's say uh, let's say we created an AI that was capable of yeah. learning everything that we know, um, but also immune from the things that make us. Uh, he wants to turn us into the board. One another. 
No, I, I want to give us something that we can go to where we can get something that looks like justice. Because if you give me this, this idea of going before a jury of 12 people uh, to have my case decided, or going before an AI that's immune to bias, immune to the jockeying back and forth that goes on between defense attorney and prosecution, and able to look at the cold, hard, logical fact and assess the evidence, I'm picking that. So why wouldn't we advocate for taking something like government out of the fallible hands of humans who have shown time and time again throughout history that they're incapable uh, of sustaining a, a civilization in the long term, mostly due to internal corruption? Um, so why wouldn't we advocate for that in the long term? I don't think it's possible, or at least not, not, not within our lifetimes anyway. I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't think so either. Not within our so not within in, our lifetime. in the short term, in the short term, yes, Paul, would you have been against? It, had you lived in the UK, would you have been against Brexit? Because it it's kind of the opposite of of globalism. Because you know it's leaving the EU. You know, uh, much like Sargon with Trump, I guess I spend most of my time thinking about Trump. I'm not well informed enough on Brexit. Okay. Um, my initial reaction would have been uh, to remain. Um, because I think that it behooves uh, Europe to have that kind of free and open travel and immigration between uh, the states. Living so closely, it, 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 it's strange to me living in the United States where we have these, these uh, uh, continental states that we can travel freely to. We can live in freely. It seems strange to me to try and have something that's so much smaller than the United States have so much more division. Um, right, okay, so the the advantage that the US has in that regard is the fact that you're culturally very similar between the states. You might not be politically very similar, but you share languages, religion, customs, laws, that sort of thing. Of course. Um, Europe is not like that. Um, it's very uh, balkanized when it comes to culture uh, because of, you know, 3,000 years of development next to each other. Um, and, and there are lots of natural borders as well, um, in, you know, mountains, rivers, that sort of thing. Um, it's caused a very different set of political ideologies to develop. Um, the in English ideologies tend to be more individualist, whereas continental ones tend to be more collectivist. Um, and there is, there is certainly a different mode of thought in Germany particular. I saw a study done by... Uh, a, a social scientist now, but I can't remember his name. But he was he was trying to trying to trying to categorize things that are very difficult to categorize. But one of the things that he, he one of the conclusions that he had come to um, he had six questions that he was asking people, and the, the the English and Germans were very similar on very many of these things. But one of the things they differed on is um, oh God, I can't remember exactly the term he used, but it was basically like impulsiveness. Um, Germans prefer to have everything planned out before they take the first step, whereas the British are very happy to just wing it and see how it goes and try and figure out the way muddled through is the term he uses. Um, and I, I really think that is the root difference between uh, basically why the English and the, the British can't get along in the EU. I think a lot of them find it fundamentally incompatible with freedom. And I, I honestly think it stems from this mindset where it's it's okay in Britain to not know how you're going to do something 
in Germany, it's and I'm talking very broadly. Yes, sure. It's, it's, you know, but in in Germany, it's it's generally not the case. And the Germans seem to have a lot of faith in their institutions. Uh, I've got a friend called Krauten T, who he, he calls them institutionalists because they believe in like the Bundesbank and all this sort of thing. They they believe in their institutions. In Britain, we don't. We think our institutions are useless, and you can't really trust them except to fail at something, um, to be incompetent. And it, it this these are two really different worldviews. You know, is that how you would categorize uh, Brexit as something that was done without really knowing how it was going to be done? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we have no idea. We still don't. You still have no, yeah. <laughs> no, and it, well, makes, it makes the Germans uncomfortable. They've got, they've got a huge list. The, the EU um, released um, basically you know, a, 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 stage, a bunch of pl uh, staged plans. And May was just like, no, nah, let's just do it all now. And they were like, no, we can't possibly do that. And that just goes to show you the difference. Uh, we're, I, I guess, confident or something. I don't know. We're, we're just happy to try. Do you and think we'll... uh, you think Scotland will try to leave again and go back to no. the EU? No. <laughs> you don't think they're going to do it? No. I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's, I've, I, I have read a bit that there is support in Scotland um, there's always, there's always going to be sport in Scotland for Scottish independence, thanks to Braveheart. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it, I don't think so. The uh, the Indie Ref Two is what they called it. Uh, I think it's actually an unpopular policy. I haven't been following it because it hasn't been important. I don't think it's going to happen. But I mean, if the Scottish people want to leave, then more power to them. I'm all for self determination. So. All right. Well, let's shift gears and talk about drama. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are we going to talk about Vadim or yeah, what? We're, we're the least talk, we're gonna... interesting part of my day. Yeah. yeah, drama, man. I know you love drama. Mm. I I love drama. I know he. I know he's a big fan of Creationist Cat. Actually, a yeah, big fan. Yes, I, I watch um, his channel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, do you have? I don't want to uh, get into the territory of rehashing all the shit that's been said because lots has been said. Yeah, you do, you liar. On the, no, I, I really don't. I want to. I want to try to avoid. I wanted to give you the opportunity, though. To is there anything uh, that you haven't said that you'd like to say to Thunderfoot or Vadim or Dusty? Um, no, not really. Just I. I don't owe you anything, and if I don't, I mean, if I don't, what what are the criticisms really? It's, it just seems to be moral grandstanding. No one's they're not criticizing like the points I'm making in my videos. They're just bitching and moaning. And I'm saying, okay, well, don't know. Do what you want. I, I I'm not beholden to you, and I don't owe you anything, and so I'm not going to be bothered if you're sitting there and bitching about something you don't like. Okay. That's a value judgment. Don't like it, I guess. I don't know. What do you do, want from me? Do you think that there's like a, a problem or a rift brewing in the YouTube skeptic it's, community? Do I you kind think of think it's already happened? You think you think the schism has happened? When did it happen? <laughs> um, well, in the past few months, I guess. I mean, I, Was there I, a I guess catalyst? this is probably. Well, I, I guess this has probably been brewing for a while, um, and honestly, a lot of it seems like partisanship to me. Um, I, I, I do my best not to be a partisan. I have principles that I stand on, and sometimes I have to accept that I can't see those principles fulfilled, even if that means I have to support something I don't like. Um, but I'm also a pragmatist, so I you know if I want to see something happen, 
sometimes you've just got to accept that well it's not going to happen this time and so make the best of what you've got and then maybe next time something good will come along and it's something i can genuinely support but until then do you think that the alt-right was kind of a, a wedge uh, issue in the skeptic community? Um, no. The alt-right aren't part of the skeptic community. They don't like the skeptic community. I don't think people understand what the alt-right even is. They're basically ethno-nationalists. I don't right. think the skeptic community... I, I can't think of a single person in the skeptic community who's actually an ethno-nationalist. Um, many people in the skeptic community picked up on personalities like Milo Yiannopoulos and ran with uh, things that he said. Did they he's, not? He's not an ethno-nationalist, though. He's, he doesn't subscribe to any... I mean, he, he's Jewish, for a start, so he's not allowed in the old he likes He likes black men a lot, too. He does. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a black... Uh, he's a gay miscegenator. They, <laughs> you know, they, they're, they're not fans of that, yeah. you know? This, I, I think, really, the problem is that um, there are people who are, who, are, who are unable to accept that sometimes you have to do something you don't like. That's what it is. Does that include um, kind of having an uneasy alliance with people who you otherwise would vehemently disagree with politically um, to yeah. further some kind of goal within this culture war? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what are the, you said the schism in the in the skeptic community? You feel like it's already happened. What are the battle lines like? What are, what are the what's the line of division that you see? Well, that, that's the thing. It's, it seems to be um, left-wing partisanship against political pragmatism, because all of the people who are having a go all seem to be like... They're not SJWs, obviously, um, but they are very much... Um, they're, they're, they're very, like... I mean, I would consider myself sort of centre-left if, you know, the middle was there. I'd consider myself about there. But these people are probably about here, and they don't like that when you're here, you're not, you're not that bothered about what's slightly to the right of you and you're not that bothered about what's slightly to the left of you so i, I basically encompass both sides of things that i can tolerate obviously the far right i'm not a fan of and the far left i'm not a fan of but these a lot of these people are closer to the far left than they are to the center so they i think that they find themselves with more common cause with the far left and i don't like the far left and i think that they find themselves in direct opposition to the sort of center right a lot more then I'm in opposition to the centre-right. Um, that's my analysis. Isn't it? Is there such a thing as too soon? No. No. Um, <laughs> even, even when you modify that uh, with the, the caveat of, of it being discussing a tragedy in the life of some uh, political or ideological opponent. It really depends how you're doing it. If you're, if you're, if you're I mean, if you like legitimately reveling the death of someone is... A horrible thing to do. I, I don't like sadism. You know, I don't like seeing people suffer. Um, but making dark jokes about the irony of a male feminist who spends all of his time preaching and, and I'm not kidding, several uh, multiple tweets talking about how oh it's always men shooting women. This is all men, and then they go and do it themselves. <laughs> that's 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 pretty funny. You gotta admit. Well, I, I suppose I suppose it is. Yeah, I, I don't really have a problem with the dark jokes. I I was a little confused. I watched the early back and forth go that went on between you and Thunderfoot, mm -hmm. and I wondered. I found myself wondering why you just didn't go. Uh, yeah, dude, we were uh, joking about it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because I wasn't actually joking about it. Uh, the, you the, the thing is, no, I I I'm hyper aware 
of what I do these days because there are so many people who are very uh, looking for every opportunity to come at me. And so when I went on the stream, I knew that if I told any jokes, I would never hear the end of it. I didn't think by merely being in the stream, I would never hear the end of it. But I knew if I told jokes that I would. And I could have done. Don't get me wrong. I could, there there I were mean, plenty of jokes I could have told, but I made sure I didn't. If you put the shoe on the other foot, though, you would probably have a hard time accepting that somebody that sits on the dais with a bunch of, let's give an extreme example, a bunch of crazy SJWs doesn't necessarily stand up on the mic himself and engage in any SJWism, but kind of hang back, hangs back and laughs and, uh, you know, tacitly supports it by being a part of the group. Uh, I, I think that you would you would probably uh, infer some things from that. I just don't really think it's a problem. I, I, I think that you... No, I, I, I don't think I would. I, I, I wouldn't... I, would, I don't think... It's not wrong to hang around with people who have different beliefs to you at all. And I don't think that makes you a bad person. I don't think holding different beliefs makes you a bad person. I don't even think holding silly beliefs makes you a bad person. Um, it's the actions you've taken. So, I mean... It, and if you're if you're willing to con comport yourself with people who are legitimately bad people, I mean, you know, the, the the people sort of like harass and dox. I mean, look what look what the SJW community was doing to Thunderfoot, trying to get him fired, calling him a right. Nazi, and all that sort of thing. If you're going to hang around with those people, then that is going to tarnish you, isn't it? Because you know these people are bad people. They go out of their way to harass and just be malicious in any way that they can get away with. Um, but, but like, you know, if, if someone was like, like, Lacey Green's a great example. There's nothing wrong with people hanging around with Lacey Green. Uh, although, saying that, I say that. But she has tried to false flag people's videos in the past. So, maybe that is something she might want to apologize for. But, um, but I mean, just because she holds different views. No, not at all. Uh, do, do you do you find it to be a problem that some of the uh, skeptic community has reached out uh, uh, to Lacey Green and kind of embraced no. her a little bit? No, no, not at all. No, no, I think it's a good idea. I, I think the more we can talk to these people, the better. And, I mean, they were the ones who refused to talk to us, remember? So, you know, I think I'd love to talk to some of them. I've got a list, in fact, if you want to know. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Um, You've got a list of SJWs. Well, who, who? Give us your top three. Probably Anita, one of them, right? I, I would, I would pay any amount of money to sit down and cross-examine Anita, uh, <laughs> but that will never happen. She will never do it. I She's agree. She's got no interest in dialogue, and she knows exactly why as well. Um, but the people who might, uh, there's Marina. Shut up! I think is quite cool. I quite like her. Uh, I think you could have a conversation with her. Um, I think Cat Black is someone else you could have a conversation with. Um, I don't know about like people like Riley Dennis and what was the what was the little uh, the little one who had the black glasses who said every everyone's racist, everyone's sexist, all that. Uh, oh, Milo, Milo, Milo yeah. yeah, Milo Stewart. Uh, yeah, I heard I heard that like she or he or whatever is she's um. Come on, Sargon. It's a they. It's a they. Oh, it's they. They. Sorry. It's a they. Uh, I heard Please. that they had apologized. Uh, Zia, Zia had apologized and said, look, it was a bit of a phase or something. And uh, I think that if anyone ever says, look, I, I want to walk this back, the first thing you should do is accept that in good faith. you know, Because otherwise, you're not giving them a way to change. You're not giving them a way to even try and make amends for the, the silly things they've said or anything they've done. If, they, you know, if you don't let them apologize, then you are probably worse than they are, to be honest. So. I think it was I think it was getting booty that deconverted Milo Stewart. She got <laughs> they got some booty. 
and they liked it. And then several months later, they're kind of walking back their craziness. Well, you know what? Milo did say that they sucked three dicks and none of them were on a man. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, what a world we live in. Something like that. It, it was some tweet that she made. Or... <laughs> they made my own confusion when shit like that happens yep. only makes me yep. uh think about how hard it would be for me to explain it to my granddad that somebody sucked a dick that wasn't on a man how do you even <laughs> begin how do you begin to attack that much less have it as a position i have no idea i don't even know what you say to that i mean how yeah, there's there's so much you have to try and explain to people to make that make sense to them i don't even know if it's worth the effort just not yet to worry about it. These, these people are nuts. <laughs> well, uh, that kind of concludes the uh, the questions. Thank you for your candor and stuff. I hope no, that clears sorry. some shit up for our fans. I was telling you before, you're a, you're a very controversial figure amongst Drunken Peasants fans. Um, that's, a, that's a shame. No, I'm, I, I'm, it's, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. Sargon is controversial everywhere he goes. Believe it or not, I'm, not, I'm really not that controversial. You don't think so? I, I don't think so, anyway. What, 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 do I, what do I actually think that's controversial? Um, that Trump is... Or just that, that, that Hitler escaped to Argentina, maybe? <laughs> well, I'm certainly open to entertaining as a possibility, but that's only because the FBI have a report on it. He, <laughs> <laughs> not much. He, he, doesn't really, up, you know? he doesn't really support Trump. Sure. Not really. Yeah. Not, not really. <laughs> I haven't got a MAGA hat or anything. <laughs> Although I might get one if I go to America, just to save up. Wow! <laughs> just to get yelled at as you walk around. Yeah, yeah. depends yeah, on where he wears it. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. There's some well, places I'm, you I'm get invited in for tea. So I might, uh, I might get one and wear it to that. See what oh man, that would be that would make for some funny content. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I, I I just got a new GoPro, um, so I can carry that around with me and uh, see see if anyone reacts badly to it. Get the live MAGA thing. reactions. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about some DP action news, Ben? Yes, I'm ready. You want to hang with us for some DP action news, Sargon? I'm down. Let's All do right. it. So when you burn it down, Anderson, what are you left with? People are discriminating against wolves. They're laughing at us at our stupidity. TJ, are you with me? <laughs> <laughs> Why does TJ look so mad today? And why is, <laughs> and why is Scotty in a booth at IHOP? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Scotty's coming to us live via satellite from IHOP, and TJ just got a haircut. Fuck. A Pageboy TJ haircut. All right, so what is this? Let's see. Uh, Trump uh, exit the Paris Climate Accord. Let's take a look. Okay. I think this is a disastrous decision, both on the science of climate change, because all of us around the world have to combat it, and the United States should have stayed in the Paris Agreement, but it's also, I think, very detrimental to mm -hmm. America's re responsibilities around the world, to our allies and friends, to our leadership role. I think our reliability is going to be called into question. There's a furious debate here in the United States over what President Trump has done. It may be one of the most irresponsible actions he's taken as president of the United States over the last four months and he's taken many irresponsible actions and we'll continue this debate because a lot of us here millions of Americans want to be part of the international effort to combat climate change um, was it irresponsible for Trump to uh, exit the Paris Accords 
I honestly don't know. I, I climate change is an issue that I know nothing about. Really, I've never done any reading on it or anything like that. So, are I, you a climate I skeptic? Don't, I don't have an opinion. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Um, and I, honestly, looking, I see the debates going back and forth, and think, well, I don't really want to step foot in that. It looks like a lot of hassle, and I have enough hassle as it is. So, um, I. But it, it seems that this has been mainly political. I mean, like. Merkel's response to this was to, I don't know, remilitarize the Rhineland or something. She's sat there going, oh, we can't trust America. We're going to have to build a big army and get nuclear weapons and all this sort of stuff. I'm just, all right, calm down, Merkel. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's reason for her to, I mean, wasn't her, her big speech on uh, that Europe, Europe can no longer rely on American yeah. uh, support? And I, I mm -hmm. given uh, Trump's attitude uh, towards the international community, I don't think she's wrong on that. Whether or not that constitutes, uh, you know, building up a nuclear arsenal and militarizing the Rhineland, I don't, I don't know. But um, I can't, I can't find I myself disagreeing with the, her. Uh, yeah, um, sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, good point. Um, I do wonder what it's like to be Donald Trump, because. <laughs> No, 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 seriously. I can't really imagine having, I mean, literally everyone set against you on everything you do, all day, every day. Uh, I think the that, that has to be difficult to deal with. And he, he had to take a few days because he was like off or something, because he was stressed or tired or something. And I'm just thinking, man, I would, I would have a problem with that too, you know. Um, and I, I honestly wonder how much of what he does is just now to stick it in the face of these people and go, you know what, fuck you. I'm the president and therefore I'm going to do stuff that is not necessarily a good idea, but is literally just going to piss you off. I think that's and, some, some weird passive aggressive shit there. I, I think yeah, that's, it is. I think yeah. that's basically what's driven Trump from the start, honestly. I think that Trump yeah. has been about Trump <laughs> from the get go. And no, uh, no, I think that's when unfair. Trump I think is under unfair. fire, Trump runs to his uh, his base for you know his tweets, which oh, have yeah, caused obviously. him immeasurable trouble. He needs to stop doing that immediately. I don't know who's letting him. I guess nobody's nobody's controlling Trump. He doesn't have a handler. I guess he's just well, well, doing what, what he Bannon? wants. I think Bannon's uh, quite close to him, isn't he? Uh, actually, the, the rumors uh, from the many, many leakers within the Trump administration and the, mm. is that Bannon has fallen out of favor. In fact, the rumors are th uh, that we may have a huge shakeup in the Trump cabinet in the coming days because well, we'll he is that. becoming increasingly uh, isolated and uh, displeased with the advice that he's getting. Uh, but Bannon has been rumored to be on the chopping block for some time. Uh, he really? and Trump are not as close as they once were. Mm. Many okay. are saying that this is, when you look at his rationale and his calculation behind it, that this is a, just a, a clear political decision aimed at coming through on a campaign promise, getting, uh, reinforcing his base. That's maybe politics as usual. Why is this specific decision uh, garnering such criticism? What is different about this one? I got, I got to ask, you know... When there's such a strong scientific consensus for anthropogenic global warming, don't you think that it's important for uh, leaders in the industrialized Western world especially to not undermine uh, attempts to stave that off? I mean, you, you say you don't know anything about uh, climate oh, yeah, change, yeah. so maybe, mean, you're, maybe you're unaware that the scientific community is almost unanimous 
No, no, I, I am I'm aware that there is there is a, a large scientific consensus on this. Um, but the thing is, I mean, like she was just saying there, this was mainly done for political reasons, wasn't it? I don't I don't think this was actually about climate change. I think this was actually. But it about, is I mean, though. Well, yeah. No, I mean, no, no, no. ultimately, the the results of what he's done are going to have a, a deleterious effect on yeah, yeah, climate change. But like uh, she just said, it was one of his campaign promises, wasn't it? It's one of the few he can actually just fulfill easily. I mean, do yeah. you think? Once again, I guess I'll ask you again. Do oh, you? Sure, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that it was um, irresponsible for Trump to pull out of this accord? Oh, probably. I, I, okay. I like I said, I don't know anything about it, but I, I'm sure it is. If everyone, I mean, literally everyone and their dog is saying this is an irresponsible thing to do. So I'm happy to go along with that. I don't know. So. All right. So did you uh, did you hear anything about Kathy Kathy Griffin? Uh, I, I think you did a video yes, about I did. Kathy Griffin. She, did you I get did. to see her beautiful apology? I did. Oh, we're gonna watch a a, a short kind of clip of, of yeah, yeah, some of the that. top moments of that. The highlights. The highlights of Kathy Griffin's apology. <laughs> oh shit! Hi everybody, I'm Kathy Griffin. I am. <sighs> she looks so uncomfortable. Really nervous right I've now. Dances. I've never done a press conference. <laughs> I don't really know how they work. Feel free to jump in. And when I get nervous, I, I like make jokes, so I'm probably gonna like stumble and stuff. She's gonna she's gonna make some comments and then we'll do questions, okay? okay. I, so I sort of had a speech prepared. So let her, let her my, talk. My notes are by the wayside. It's all off the cuff. Look, um, I'm not afraid of Donald Trump. He's a bully. I've dealt with older white guys trying to keep me down my whole life, my whole career. I'm a woman in a very male-dominated field. Uh, I love what I do. I love making people laugh more than anything in the world. And I have learned over the years that sometimes when you do stand-up, and I've done it in a war zone, and I've done it at Walter Reed Hospital, and I've done it at Carnegie Hall, sometimes people want, you know, a joke that's out there and a little crazy. So regarding the image that I participated in, that apology absolutely stands. I feel horrible. I have performed in war zones. The idea that this, you know, seems like she's patting herself on the back about the war zone thing. Yeah, like man. She did some USO shows or something. Uh, how was how was what she did a joke? It looked like she was joining ISIS. She's well, there, I mean, like, I saw the video of it, and she's there, like just lifting up his head, staring at the camera. It's like this. This is comedy now, is it? This looks like, uh, like you want to become a jihadi. <laughs> I mean, jokes are largely subjective. What's what's one man's yeah, joke is another man's ponderous, strange, weird choice that yeah. got them fired. Um, I just don't really understand the outrage on both sides for this. I agree that if somebody had done something commensurate to Obama, uh, the left would have lost its fucking shit. And uh, the right seems to be losing its yeah, shit. I don't I mean, think anybody like, should be losing someone, their shit. If someone would yeah. have been, like, dressed in a KKK outfit with a noose, like, holding something that looked like Obama, like, people would freak out. Yeah. You know? or, or, or something like this. Yeah. I mean, even something like this. Just a beheaded Obama or some shit. If we took the same joke and transferred it, we'd be getting the same spurg out uh, just with a different flavor. Either the left or the right flavor. It's I, true. I don't understand the fake moralizing about fucking humor I in think, this country anymore. I don't think the joke was funny, but I think she's allowed to do the joke. But they're also allowed to fire her if they don't like the joke, if they think it was over. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fine with CNN not wanting to fucking have Kathy. I wouldn't want to have Kathy Griffin on my fucking news network <laughs> either. So I'm not sure why they didn't fire her a long time ago. 
Uh, but I, I, I personally think that um, I don't like firing people of the jokes. As long as, long as you can... I, I think as long as you can reasonably say it was a joke, then, okay, it's not serious by definition. So you can say that it's in bad taste and all sort of stuff, but if they're not doing something seriously and, and genuinely, then why fire them? You know, it's, oh, you, you, you had an impolite joke that some people didn't like. Well, I'm so sorry. And she did apologize. So. And it, I, think her, I think her apology was sincere because she looked terrified in the apology. Yeah, she did look terrified, but I've never heard a sincere apology start with such a fucking litany of self-congratulation. Oh, no, no, she's she's just, another video. There was another Walter video. Reed Hospital, Paul. Oh, man, I'm just so wonderful, and I'm a yep. woman, and I'm, I'm in a male-dominated field. No, 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 no. This, this is the press conference. There was an apology that she oh, did she... Uh, very shortly afterward where she's just talking to the camera going, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. Oh, wow. like, okay, well, I, th I think she probably was really sorry, you know, because, I mean, I don't think she was expecting the backlash she got. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I don't I, I don't like firing people over jokes, so I don't really support CNN over that, but I can understand why they did it. <laughs> Somebody in our chat just said a joke with no words. Um, like, no, have you ever watched? Have you ever looked at a comic strip? I mean, like, there are yeah. jokes with no words I don't like, everywhere. I don't like getting. I don't like people getting fired over jokes either. But I think it is CNN's right to fire them if they oh, choose. Oh yeah, yeah. They, for they, whatever they, reason, they, they absolutely have the right to do it. I just yeah. don't really approve it. Yeah, yeah. Gil Gilbert Gottfried was another uh, victim of this. He made some jokes about the tsunami in Japan that happened a few years ago and lost his Aflac. Yeah, the Aflac commercials. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't it's like happened it a lot. It happened to uh, the guy who did the Monday Night Football song. What was it, Hank Williams oh, Jr.? Because yeah. he said uh, Obama and uh, who was it? He said something about Ob Obama being like Hitler or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, I, yeah. Well, for for me, my my problem here is her playing the victim. And it's like no, 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 no. You you don't you don't get to sit there and make what looks like an ISIS execution video with the head of your president. Dripping with blood with you staring at the camera and then go, oh, oh, I'm the victim of, of all of those people I provoked. You knew you were being provocative. You knew what was going to happen. You knew this was going to piss people off. Well, so don't give me that bullshit. As, oh, I'm a, I'm a woman in a male-dominated industry. Shut up. <laughs> you yeah. made this choice. That's what makes me question the sincerity of her apology. She had to know that this was going to trigger everybody on the fucking right from here to Timbuktu and a lot of people on the left as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really understand. I think she's, I think she's sorry because things turned out sour for her. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I, th I, yeah. I, I uh, made people I think, think of this tragedy to have been touched by this tragedy is, is horrifying and it's horrible. Uh, trust me, if I could redo the whole thing, I would have had a blow up doll and no ketchup. You know, I make mistakes. I'm an out there comedian. I'm an in your face comedian. But I just wanted to say, you know, if you don't stand not anymore, up, you're not. you get run over. And what's happening to me has never happened ever in the history of this great country, which is that a sitting president of the United States and his grown children and the first lady are personally, I feel personally, trying to ruin my life forever forever I, you guys know him he's never gonna stop i know him let me let me talk to like a camera like i'm talking to him and I'm, i might make a couple jokes because i'm i'm super nervous good idea De wow. definitely jokes just give her a <laughs> shovel and let her bury herself i know seriously <laughs> wow uh, oh he's, 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 he's so angry at me just because i had a facsimile of his severed head covered in blood well, yeah. 
She looks like the thing from Jeepers Creepers, dude. Everyone's pointing to their camera. I'll just... <laughs> this one, this one. All right. I'll sort of look in this direction. All right. So I know him. All right. So the Donald, it's me, the Kathy. And if you guys don't know this, he, if you meet him, he wants you to call him the Donald, which I've always thought was the weird. And I remember saying to him the first time, okay, wow, I'm the did Kathy. Did she write a stand-up? Right well, well, this is really killing, man. She needs to take this show on the road. Yep. Uh, I, I take umbrage with her saying that she's an edgy, out-there comedian. Uh, the edgy, out-there comedians that I know of and, and, and enjoy never did a fucking press conference apologizing all over themselves. So, sorry, you don't get to wear that moniker anymore. Okay, that was a joke about his hair, but I have seen eggs in it. Like, I think I've seen, allegedly, allegedly, I am teasing the president because Okay, well, I'm really starting to lose all sympathy for should... I have to say. I, 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 can't, I can't say that I'm feeling particularly sympathetic for the president trying to destroy her when she's now just carrying on. Shut up. Yeah, if yeah, if you want to be the victim, stop being a dick. You're still going on. You know, don't provoke even more women. Yeah, it's 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 like she hasn't decided whether she wants to play the sad, sympathetic victim card or the brush it off comedian card. She's trying to walk some uneasy exactly. middle ground between the two, and she's failing at both. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like look, stick to the script at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, some advice that also Trump could take. So right, yeah, on absolutely. both sides of it, we have to die for it. The death threats that I'm getting are constant and they are detailed and they are serious and they are specific oh really she's using one of the she, she, this is the anita sarkeesian defense they're attacking oh, yeah. my family situation yeah <laughs> getting death threats now guys Ugh. and today it's me and tomorrow it could be you so yeah. no 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 was she watching reefer madness before she recorded this no tomorrow, tomorrow you could find yourself filming a video of you holding up trump's head and you're like oh my god it is me first they came for kathy griffin but i just said nothing because i was not kathy griffin <laughs> no kathy you're not some yeah. fucking battered warrior on the front lines here yeah, you made a stupid ass joke and you got flack for it yeah yeah exactly you brought this on yourself no sympathy I'm an obnoxious comedian. I'm not the most famous person in the world. I'm just standing here with Lisa. I have an amazing First Amendment attorney, Alan Isaacman. If you're not familiar with his work, he won the landmark case, The People versus Larry Flint. I believe so passionately about this. If I don't stand up and say this, I'm afraid there's going to be some 12-year-old nerdy girl like me in Forest Park, Illinois, who's going to maybe be watching me to see what I do. And this bully and these, this president, of all people, is going to come after me? He picked the wrong redhead. And he's, uh, he's... Well, apparently he didn't. <laughs> apparently he didn't. You're on fucking national TV crying about how you can't take no more mean. Apparently he didn't pick on the wrong redhead. Apparently he picked on the right one. Is she the victim or not here? I, I still can't figure this out. <laughs> and, what the f and what the fuck is she going to teach a little girl? To capitulate to pressure immediately? <laughs> to immediately reverse a, a strong stance that she takes when she gets blowback? Yeah, man, let's mm. teach our little girls to be strong. What is this weird f fantasy she's having? It doesn't quite sound like an apology. It's it, not. It's it's like no, a stand-up routine. Sort of a red hemisphere, although it's sort of like a parfait cup <laughs> sometimes. I mean, there's like a red and then like a yellow. And I don't know. I think Melania does a lot of nice and easy. I don't know, but maybe she doesn't. The point, I digress. Oh, my God. So this that's is what horrible. I, do, I improvise. I try jokes. My mouth they is really suck. dry because I'm so nervous. 
But I don't want this to happen to anyone else. I tour for a living. I love doing it. I perform everywhere people want me to laugh. And honestly, one night it's a performing arts center, and the next night it's two shows in the Potawatomi Wisconsin Casino. And there's been a change, a real shift change. Oh, man. Now and, now that she you know, said start- how dry her mouth is, I can't fucking, I can't keep my eyes off the lips clinging to the teeth, man. She, when she said Potawatomi Casino, I thought her fucking lips were just going to stick to those teeth and not come free. That must have been so hard to say with cotton mouth. Starting maybe about, obviously, about 18 months ago where I, Fox News ain't got nothing on me. Although I think you should know my mother, who thinks Fox News is real. But they've is got a lot of money on you. She's in love with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> so I'm even in her boob sweat. Which I'm oh going to make God, fun it's... of the president. And you know what? I'm going to make fun of him more now. More. You know what? I, I don't know why she apologized. If I were her, I would have just gone, I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say, no, this is covered under the First Amendment. I've used my freedom of speech. I was making a satirical point or joke, whatever she thinks she was doing. I've done nothing wrong and I refuse to apologize. Screw it. I'm, I'm genuinely baffled by what she thought uh, she was going to convey with this confused fucking narrative here. She's. I've never seen somebody switch gears so fast to being afraid for their life. And then making, uh, you know, cranberry swirl jokes about Melania Trump doing <laughs> Trump's hair. I don't get it. She's rambling. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why her teeth are so dry. Maybe she should shut up and let people yeah, ask, maybe ask she some questions. Yeah, just pull it. You know, just, just pull it now and go, right, okay, I think I've said enough. I'm the victim, but I'm also the perpetrator, and I'm going to leave. Maybe she should fire whoever's representing her that told her that this was a good idea. She said her lawyer is the People versus Larry Flint lawyer no well maybe he's maybe he's a little too old to continue practicing (laughs) i would think he is pretty old so i'm not going to threaten him i have no desire to harm him or anyone i would never want to harm i don't think anybody thought you did you know i've made fun of w i made fun of clinton oh god remember the monica dress days those were the days you could make dress jokes all day long and nobody tried to kill you that's a little come on the dress is a little different than beheaded has anyone actually tried to kill you no no. No, nobody's going to kill you, I, Kathy I don't Griffin. Think people have tried to kill Trump. Have they? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess they have. There have, there have been, been two plots. attempts. Yeah. Someone, someone was shot because some lunatic thought it was Donald Trump, and it was like some delivery van driver or something. Oh, my God. And this loon actually shot this guy thinking he was Donald Trump. It's like, you must, I mean, A, that's so fucking stupid. But B, someone dead because of that. You know, someone, yeah. just some poor guy who's doing his fucking job. And happened I mean, to look like Trump, you know. I I guess that shows his intent. Although if he was driving, he he thought Trump was driving a fucking delivery van around his <laughs> yeah, neighborhood. Then that's yeah. why that's why it's dangerous to have a bad haircut. I guess know? so. I guess so. <laughs> Wasn't there a dude that tried to rush the stage at one of his rallies? Yeah, as in well? Ohio. Yep. yep. That was crazy. That was and a a, a guy uh, tried to steal the gun off a cop at one of his rallies and yep. didn't work. <sighs> Yeah, but nobody some... in this world, not even the craziest, most batshit fucking uh, loon in this world, has the time to track down Kathy Griffin to do anything to her. She's perfectly <laughs> fine. She's perfectly fucking fine. At least, at least she's probably never going to do anything this important again. So yeah, uh, this will this will be the, the highlight. Yeah, yeah. this will this will be how she's remembered as the lady that beheaded Donald Trump once and then apologized yeah. for it. So is the next story here a uh, Putin? Yeah, Putin is kind of saying that uh, maybe the Russians did hack the election, but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the government, it were some patriot hackers what done it. Could be. 
It was, it, so it was Russian? Russian Patriots? Russian Patriots, yeah, but not government. Vladimir Putin tonight again demonstrates his mastery of deflection and denial when it comes to allegations of Russia's role in meddling in America's election process. Putin likens hackers to artists. They may act on behalf of their country. They wake up in a good mood and paint things. Same with hackers. They woke up today, read something about the state-to-state -state relations. If they are patriotic, they contribute in a way they think is right to fight against those who say bad things about Russia. What a fucking genius. Okay, well, he's now persuaded me that Russia hacked the election. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Am I wrong? You Am I wrong, dude? I remember... Excuse. I remember... Uh, when we first started, uh, when we first started doing this channel, we did an anti-Putin. We we did a video where we bashed Putin, and there was all these trolls from Russia, like telling us we were stupid that Putin was awesome. It was it was the craziest thing. Dude, That's crazy. Putin, he is popular in Russia, so it's not. It's it's certainly not inconceivable that he has his own cult of personality, very much in the same way Trump does. I mean, Trump, Trump probably didn't doesn't need to hire like people to be. I mean, like the Clinton's got like the correct the record foundation and all, all of these other sort of troll farms where they actually have people and they they pay them to go into comment sections and talk. And you know, I'd heard the same people. thing about I'd heard the same thing about uh, Putin. I mean, does Putin a, have a have a cult of personality? Does he have a country of yeah. people who are by and large afraid to disagree with him? Um, I think the issue is differentiating between different classes of people. I'm sure that journalists are very afraid of disagreeing with Putin. Um, but I imagine that the people who Putin has benefited are not. I imagine they're probably very much on his side. I mean, if you look at, like, the average Russian wage under his tenure, it's just gone up. You know, okay, it's, it's going down now because of oil prices. But it, there was a significant increase under his tenure. So he probably has loads of hardcore poor people were really big fans of his um and i can see them i can see them going on social media and defending him why not you know but alternatively it could have been that this was one of his troll farms because yeah. i imagine i mean he definitely does have these i mean hillary has oh own. yes so it's i can i can easily see it being that as well so it could be either <laughs> yeah i i when i when i saw this uh this video i i was immediately i was like okay so russia did it this is his like so, attempt at a soft landing so what landing. does this mean then uh, so, so what, what it means is it? that sometimes people wake up and they are overcome with a, a passionate need to hack the dnc and uh, what can i do you know the, the thing is there are there, one of the things that i'm curious about is why the because i mean one, one of the first things that they came out with is, oh well Look, the, the origin of this was in Russia, and I'm thinking, okay, but that's actually a giveaway that it wasn't done in Russia, because any hacker worth his salt will go through some, you know, various proxies, and they're not, I mean, you could say it was a double bluff, but I, I don't think anyone's going to be that silly as to do that, so I, again, I, I find it just, I mean, maybe it is, maybe, maybe it really is, I, I don't know, but. It it just seems strange that after denying any uh, involvement, he's seen he, he's now you know offering this strange kind of soft landing out of it. I mean, I think I think that it is worth remembering that there may well be hackers in Russia who are doing things on their own merits, you know, like just kids in their basements or whatever who are actually hacking and just I mean they might not even be doing it necessarily because they give a shit, you know, they might just be doing it for the challenge for the fun of it, you know. Um, 
I wouldn't rule it out. Sure. I, I, I don't think we could rule it out now. The, the evidence is not in. We shall see, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see where it goes, though. I genuinely am. It's doing it on their own, not backed by the government. What do you think? The U.S. intelligence community in January concluded with high confidence that Vladimir Putin ordered an influence campaign to try to shape the U.S. election. And part of that influence campaign were hackers. This is Putin trying to obfuscate and blur uh, what is the reality? U.S. intelligence says. I mean, that's Russian possible. I don't know that okay, he can on, read on, the mind on, of Putin. Hang on, hang on. Let's let's talk about that for a second because um, the hacking aside, what's wrong with an influence campaign? Um, well, the influence of a foreign government in the election of uh, our government—what's wrong you with know, that? You would you have? Would you? This? Would you be okay if the Brexit vote had gone remain? Due to influence from some other uh, European state, like Obama, that, yeah, backing the Remain campaign. Yeah, I think I know what that's like. Sure. <laughs> so, is it this inconceivable is, to think that, that that's what's going on here? Then, no, no, no. The things an influence campaign is very, very much dependent on who has influence and what people would be influenced by. This, this is complaining that world leaders or people in other countries can talk to people in other countries via the internet, via TV. It's, get used to it. People in countries well, are going to talk to each other. It's a little more complicated than that is, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not I mean, people they, talking they to each other. This the is people... Aspect. The, the hacking, hacking aspect is, is different. Concerning. I mean, you know, that's, that's certainly something to worry about. But even then, all they really did was tell us what was going on. <laughs> So I, I agree. I, I, I'll quote TJ here and say I find it hard to be angry about people telling me the truth. That being said, I am concerned about our secret communications, communications that are not supposed to be public being apparently Swiss cheese. And I don't I don't really like the idea of Russia uh, exploiting our election, uh, no matter what uh, the, the end result was. Um, having well, that kind of foreign influence to, over an yeah, election you guys is a problem. Do that all over the world, so of course I guess they do. Yeah, I, so I don't. I don't. I don't like that either. No, no, I know, but I mean, I think it's. I think it's inevitable. <clears throat> I think it's totally inevitable. So I, I would worry more about what we are learning rather than the fact that other people are talking and finding out this information. I think it's, the, I definitely think it's more important what has actually been released rather than who's releasing it. I mean, is it concerning given the other Russia information um, that's kind of swirling around Trump? I mean, I know you say you haven't been really following the, the yeah, latest, maybe, maybe the latest stuff. If there was some sort of Russian incursion into the 2016 election, and there's some kind of Russian connection between the Trump White House and Russia. Would would that not be a cause for concern there, in, yeah, in terms of an, of an influence absolutely. campaign? I'm, I'm not against them investigating anything. It's just that, I mean, when he says the intelligence community says with high confidence, well, <laughs> I I've listened to the American intelligence community before, and they've had very high confidence, and I I don't trust them. Yeah, I think you're like me. I have very low confidence in their high confidence. Yeah. Absolutely. I, un unless they're going to provide me with some evidence, I don't think I'll believe them because I've been fooled before multiple times. So, yeah, I mean, but you, I'm more concerned about the, what we learned from Hillary's emails than I am that Russia hacked into it and showed us all. I'm, I'm much more concerned about that. And I, 
I honestly think all of this is a giant red herring. I don't think they'll ever actually find out who actually did it. Uh, and I think that this is all being used as an excuse not to talk about this. I mean, did you see Hillary's had a few um, sort of, not press conferences, but like uh, she's been on stages talking to crowds and audiences. One of them was at Women in the World. And they were all sat there. And this, this was a big feminist conference. And they were all sat there and she was saying things like, well, WikiLeaks definitely hurt me. You know, and Comey definitely hurt me. And I was like, okay... They're, and they're all there, like, they're all nodding, going, oh, yeah, no, no, we, we agree, we agree. And I'm like, yeah, but what was it that hurt you about that? I mean, if, if WikiLeaks had released your emails and there'd been nothing in there but you being an honest actor and, you know, promoting peace and love around the world, then that wouldn't have hurt you. That would have given you a boost. She you know, does seem to be utterly incapable of admitting that she was at the center of the failure of her campaign her decisions yes. her words that's what we learned from wikileaks things that yeah. she had done yeah, and said mouth, in private was, absolutely and it was just one of those things where said look hillary if you'd been like if we hacked ron paul's emails do you think he's gonna get more or less popular you know right uh, I, I mean, I don't know. You never know uh, what kind of demon somebody is setting upon. I, I think it's. Oh, I think yeah, it's. Okay. Uh, yeah, I it's sure. Sure. You, you might. You, know you might I've... open up Ron Paul's email and just you know find child pornography till the day is done. You never know, dude. You never know. I mean, oh, yeah. you never know what's hiding. <laughs> That's right. You're dead. But like, it, I, I suspect if you opened up his emails, you'd find exactly what you'd expect. You know, just Ron Paul being a constitutionalist and not yeah. cheating. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be insanely dull. Actually, that's that, that, I think that's the my favorite bit about the whole thing is that Hillary's emails were at least exciting. We knew there was gonna be some shady stuff in there, and there was. So it was such a rare glimpse at a politician actually speaking what they believe. That that the, the the one that was really striking to me outside of the Bernie collusion, obviously, which was the big the big leak, right? Was her speeches to uh corporations to goldman sachs and the yeah. and the bankers and shit where, where she yeah. told them basically yeah i'm i'm, I'm duping people yeah. this is what i say in public but here's my private opinion here's what i do in private i i i particularly like her middle east analysis uh where she she was well aware that the saudis were funding isis so oh might want to tell everyone that don't you think hillary i mean that doesn't seem like pertinent information that the public might need <laughs> Well, they're, they're, I mean, they're big contributors, Sargon. You can't, you can't, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't, uh, you can't step on the sponsor's toes, you know. You gotta... Exactly, and that—that's—that's that's the whole point, isn't it? You know, that's why Hillary had to lose. She and notice that the uh, the the Saudis stopped giving a lot of people stopped giving money to the Clinton Foundation, and they had to start closing down various branches of it because it wasn't being funded. Because why would you pour money into a failed, corrupt candidate? You wouldn't. You got a point. It's all it's all about it's all pay for play. Man. It's it, the American system is so hideously corrupt, and my in my country it's no better. In fact, it's worse because it's pathetic. It's the the numbers are so much smaller, and the the corruption is so much. It, it's just it's just like uh, it's just like they're trying to copy what they do in America, but they don't do it very well because they're kind of incompetent. At least I mean, with with Hillary and Podesta, you could at least see. I mean, these were high level, the highest level strategists. These yeah. these people were the the sort of people that you you know, in like a Hollywood movie where you'd get the the Machiavellian character who, you know, the the puppet masters. That's yeah. that's what they were, you know, and they were legitimately good at what they did, and that's how they ended up basically in the position they did. They were, and you know, I mean, it's, can, and so can I run this? Uh, can I run this yeah. by you, uh, real quick? Yeah. I have kind of a pessimistic view of this uh, Hillary leak shit. 
I don't think that it was as uh, targeted as people uh, think it was uh, in terms of like just being her. I think that what we got a look at with the Hillary leaks was the status quo. I think that that's how shit gets done in this country behind the scenes. I think that pretty much every politician at the natural level at, at the national level. Uh, has blood on their hands in regards to this. I think that they're all doing it. Mm-hmm. I think that everybody is playing the game. And I don't understand why so many people seem so focused on pinning it on Hillary and not asking who else is doing this. Because she was the center of it. Of course. She, she, she was, was the nexus point of all of these interests. I mean, I mean you, shouldn't, you should never have that much power aligned behind one person in a republic. It's dangerous. It's really dangerous. And I mean, wasn't it, wasn't wasn't that amount of power aligned behind Barack Obama? If we're honest with ourselves, uh, during no, his double elections, no, not really. I mean, you had um, <clears throat> the like, same what, corrupt DNC, right? The, yeah, sorry, the same corrupt DNC uh, fully backed him. Was in his yeah, corner. The, Are we to believe that there were no shenanigans whatsoever that went on behind the scenes? No oh, collusion. Yeah, there, there probably were. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure there were. But the the thing is, on the, on the Republican side, you had another establishment candidate. And so, like, oil interests and, and competing big money can go behind that candidate. And so, at least, it's not all the same person, or the, effectively, it's going to be the same policies. Um, but with, with Trump, it was, you know, everyone hates Trump. Everyone loves Clinton. Everyone was behind Clinton. Uh, that's, that's worrying. I mean, that, that speaks to class interests. Which this is why people say, "Oh, Trump's not the outsider candidate." Yeah, he fucking was. If you don't think Trump was an outsider, you're a fucking idiot. Just because he knew these people, he's it's because he's a billionaire. But he was in complete revolt against them on a class basis. That's yeah. why he's at his. He's still doing his rallies. <laughs> why the hell is a sitting president still doing rallies? Yeah, it's because the entire strange. political class is opposed to him, which is why he looks so haggard. Just it's he never gets five minutes break. And don't he wrong, still he, enjoys. Uh, broad fucking support here though i'm telling you like I, I know his numbers his numbers aren't great i mean his numbers are very low his approval rating is very low yeah. but there are still vast numbers of people that mm-hmm. are thumbs upping this presidency like it's the best thing that ever happened and it's it's, it's like living in like fucking that. bizarro world for me mm-hmm. uh, because at this point like you said you haven't been paying attention to somebody that has well, I've, I've, I've been like blatant. keeping an eye but not not sure uh, not sure deep, you know it's just blatant to me what's going on um oh, yeah, it's horrendously corrupt horrendously and i mean this this is this is the, the i swear to god the problem is like lobbying groups and ad- advocacy uh i if if i was made dictator of a country um i i would bring in some severe penalties for any politician who was caught taking any money what sense anyone, does this ever. make what sense does this make? Uh, a senator serves a term in the American Congress, makes a bunch of connections there with other lawmakers, and then is offered, uh, after not uh, being reelected, an immediate position with a lobbying organization to lobby that very body and use those connections to lobby Congress for an outside interest. That happens every fucking corrupt, day. Yeah. How do you how do you fix a system that is so inherently fucking corrupt? How do you, you even operate within that lobbyists. system? You you've got to extract the lobbyists, the people, the the people whose jobs they get paid to get money out and lobby for other people. Those they're people embedded like go. ticks. They're not going to yeah, be easy to extract. I know, I know. They're, they're and most not. people don't give a fuck about this. 
That's the hard truth. Mm -hmm. Most people don't give a shit about this. This is, this is what drives me crazy when people are like, oh, the Justice Democrats are becoming a bit SJW. It's like, well, okay, but they're still trying to get corporate money out of politics, and that's something worth supporting. I mean, literally everyone can support that. Absolutely. You know, there, there is, I mean, the, the amount of people who benefit from that is such a tiny fraction that you, would ne you wouldn't be able to poll the public and find someone in favor of it, I don't think. You know, do you want these, you know, professional lobbyists lobbying for giant multinational corporations who don't even base their company in your country? Do you want them lobbying for Saudi Arabia or whatever other bloody stupid thing they're doing? No, of course you don't. You know, I, I would personally have like, I mean, I, I don't even think I'd have a donation system. I, I think I would have a fixed amount that a politician would get from the state as their payment for being a politician. They, and I don't know what I realize is a totally unworkable shit system and idea and all that sort of bollocks but you've got to get you've got to extract this cancer because this is how this is how republics end because you end yes. up with you end up with a class of people who are just completely detached from the average person and have got no interest in dealing with them detached by they, design i yeah, mean it just it's it's to the point where it's absolutely systemic yeah, that a they, certain they level of it. money equals a certain level of different privileges than everybody else yeah. I mean, that's just the way it works. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, let, it since we've gone kind of far afield with this and we've kind of... Uh, let me ask you a question. Are you willing to play Nostradamus? Given the trajectory of the world as you see it, as you understand it, as Sargon of Akkad understands it, right, where okay. are we um, going in the next 10, 20, 30 years? It's it's not good. For some reason, I saw someone there complaining about my mic. Um, I don't know what's wrong with it. Sorry, it guys. sounds fine on our end. Yeah, you, yeah, there, there are tons of trolls in the chat, as you may be aware. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You sound um, um, very smooth and sargony. Oh, good. Um, okay, so we're um, in a time of particular change. So I, any any predictions you make are liable to change because some event might come along. Like in in the UK, we've, we're having a, we're having a general election because after Brexit turned out to be a success from my point of view and we we voted to leave the eu the current prime minister decided what she'd do is call an election presumably to strengthen her hand and get a, a larger majority in the parliament so she could go into the negotiations and really hammer it and it made a lot of sense for her to do this at the time because the opposition party who's basically our version of bernie sanders but he's not nearly as charismatic as bernie sanders is jeremy corbyn shame. yeah i know jeremy corbyn has got but Bernie Sanders never came across as pretentious, you know, or unlikable. He seems like a really nice guy. Whereas Jeremy, well, he's got Jeremy that very Gordon, like he's got that very working class kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. affectation. Yeah. And Corbyn, from what I've heard, does not. No, he doesn't. He's 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 also he's also pretentious and moralizing. I mean, he he always whenever he says something, he has to moralize just before he does it, and it's really. It's really condescending. It's really uh, it's off-putting for a lot of people. And he never he, he very rarely talks specifics as well. He always he always tries to abstract something to a general uh, like comment, which is never really answering the question. Um, but the thing is, they, they um, because of the the general unpopularity, and it's not just Corbyn that's the reason for this. Is our Labour Party is filled with absolute morons, complete incompetent. I mean, I I swear, ninety percent of them are diversity hires. They are they are idiots and. They, they have no place in politics, and yet somehow they're there. Um, and then you've got the policies that are just generally antithetical to what the Br British public want. 
And the Labour Party was on about 25% of the uh, of favourability rating. The Conservative Party were the ones in power. They had 50%. And this was like their third term. And so it's just like, Christ, how is this happening? But um, but obviously, when May calls the election, when our Prime Minister calls the election, it looks like a landslide. You know, oh, they, they're more than double their bloody rating. Of course they're going to win it. And then the Conservative Party continued to just make mistake after mistake after mistake it was just just bungling 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 and now they're within a few points in the polls and it's just like how is this happening this guy's i mean the labor party haven't gotten any better they're still rubbish they i mean the the, the shadow chancellor of the exchequer the person who's going to be responsible for the economy is a fucking communist i see a and parallel I see a parallel here in America, and it's interesting. To, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's interesting to hear you talk about it because I'm not up to date on British yeah, politics uh, in any meaningful way. I'll be honest about that. But the same thing is happening with uh, the Republican Party in America. Uh, th this presidency, whatever you think about it, is ostracizing people and forcing people to choose sides within the party. It happened before Trump was elected. I think Congress handed Trump the election, actually, when they decided that that little group of uh, people decided to defect. Well, they forgot something. They forgot <laughs> that the American people hate nobody more than Congress. <laughs> no politician is ever hated as much as the American people hate Congress. Well, when they fucking walked away from Trump, I think that that was the straw that broke the camel's back on a lot of people teetering on that fence. They were like, what? These congressional fucking embedded ass cuck Republicans, whatever you want to fucking call them, yeah. are against Trump. Yep, he got my vote then. Fuck those people. They forgot. I think they handed him the election. And Maybe. That, that, it kind of speaks to that chaos that you were talking about, right? Things are swinging wildly over a course of time that you wouldn't expect. Uh, in politics. All my life, politics have moved very slowly. There's been that slow, pendulous shift from left to right. Yeah. That seems to be going erratic now. Well, it's it's the same thing with Brexit that is with Trump. The, the entire establishment was completely behind remaining in the EU because they wanted to they wanted to retain the status quo. You know, if you keep Hillary, you keep the status quo. Stay in the EU, you keep the status quo. They like it that way. They're all benefiting from this. You know, when, when you've got, like, you know, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, and all these... I mean, literally everyone who makes up the system and makes it as corrupt as it is, they're all saying, oh, you should vote Hillary. You should remain in the EU. Well, I mean, honestly, that's enough for me to go, you know what, I think I'm actually voting against you because you're the problem. You're the reason why we have right-wing populist movements because the, the system is generally oppressive to the people at the bottom. And the only way they can get around that is by voting to the right, because apparently the left is completely okay with all of this. And it's because so, they're, they're a bunch of elitists. This comment is directed towards you. I, I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it there? <laughs> yeah, and Man of Steel, um, just yeah. look up a video that leaked from a private meeting with John McDonnell, where he literally says, I'll be honest, I'm a Marxist. I've been waiting for the financial crash my whole life. Yeah, fuck off. He's a communist. He appears at communist rallies and gives speeches and then goes, solidarity at the end. Fuck off, he oh, is a wow. communist. I wouldn't know. Fucking full, <laughs> honestly, I just look it up. He's yeah. a full-blown fucking communist. It's I don't know if that's true, uh, but it, if that is true, then I would say that qualifies him as a communist. I know nothing about yes, him. Yes, he is. Yeah, right, if he these is. are private if he's going to communist rallies, <laughs> you know, off the record yeah, that are verified that he made those statements, then I would agree. Yeah, that's probably... The communist... It's hard, to get, it's hard to get better than I'm a Marxist. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, exactly. okay. 
the, the Communist Party of Britain, we actually have one. They're tiny and irrelevant. But they, they decided not to field any candidates for this election and just backed Jeremy Corbyn and John McDonnell. And it was like, oh, well, if the Communist Party's backing you, then I guess. <laughs> I I agree with your your um, your uh, conclusion. I don't. I can't find myself agreeing with your method, and that's kind of where you, I, I think you and I split ideologically. Not that the that method. really matters. So what? Like the the idea that it's okay in protest to vote for somebody that you know full well has nothing approaching your best interests at heart just to send a message to the status quo seems self-defeating well the, the the problem is the status quo has got us here and so anything that's going to disrupt disrupt the status quo is in your interests even, even if when it's, even when it fails spectacularly like donald yeah, trump's yeah. presidency seems like it is I, it depends what you define as failure, doesn't it? I mean, I, I think, I mean, I mean, I think it, it, waking the status quo up and making them understand that we live in democracies and they don't just get to shit on the working class people, the poor people at the bottom, forever, indefinitely, is worth a giant orange joke. It's worth me, Brexit. It's worth let me this. give you a possibility here. Let's say that Trump is impeached. Let's say that he is implicated in obstruction of justice and he is impeached and, in fact, either allowed to retire like Nixon did or removed from office. Do you think that the stain of that will stop whatever populist movement is happening right now that decided to no. vote for Trump and really restore in the minds of people the efficacy of the status quo, because at least the status quo doesn't get impeached. At least the status quo isn't a na an inter international embarrassment. At least Tr the Trump's status quo isn't a giant orange buffoon of a fucking retard that is a stain <laughs> on, you know, in, the, in every American classroom has this little president poster that has all the presidents in their portraits. Every child from here to fucking Timbuktu will have to look at that orange fucking head. Fuck. Well, okay, so the, the the problem the problem is that the, this is, and I, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but that's your personal emotion reaction. Sure, you know, it, it, it is. <laughs> that's um, very clear. I, I, you know, the, the Trump being elected was an impeachment of the status quo. That was the the status quo was bad and it had to go, which is why Trump won. Same with Brexit. Um, just I just want to address a comment that was almost all unions. You liar! Fuck off! They had Stalin flags there. They had fucking hammer and sickle flags there. They literally McDonald was giving a speech underneath a hammer and sickle flag. Not to mention Assad's flags and fucking all these other fucking communist shit all around the world. They had all of these things. Fuck off! They, he is a Marxist from his own words. Shut up! Stop being in denial. All right. They're a fucking bunch of... Diane Abbott, the, the Shadow Home Secretary, was on a TV show and they were like, why is it okay to wear a, a Che Guevara shirt or a, a Stalin shirt? But it's not... Or a Mao shirt. Or, but it's not okay to wear a Nazi shirt. And she was just like, well, I think on balance Mao did more good than harm. And it's like... No, I, don't, I don't... I don't... Mao. I no think it's okay to wear it. Mao. And it's just like, oh, <laughs> Diane, you fucking idiots. Just... <laughs> I think it's okay to wear any kind of shirt you want. Yeah, I don't have a problem with in political circles when you're sure, sure. sure. Oh yeah, of course. When you're yeah. when you're li living a public life, you are kind of responsible for representing yourself. Uh, really quick, really quick, guys. We have to pause for one minute uh, to play uh, something from our sponsors. This will just be one minute, then we'll come right back here. All right.
Recently, our very own TJ began cleaning up his neck scruff using Dollar Shave Club's razor and their Dr. Carver shave butter, and he can't stop talking about what a close, smooth, and quick shave he gets. A job that once took him 10 minutes or more is now a done deal in only three minutes. Dollar Shave Club is just the smarter choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech you don't need. When TJ uses his Dollar Shave Club executive razor with their Dr. Carver shave butter, the blade just gently glides, giving him such a nice, smooth shave. You too can make the smarter choice, just like TJ, by joining Dollar Shave Club. For a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver Shave Butter for only $5 with free shipping. There are no hidden fees and no commitments. You can cancel any time you like. If you're shaving, then what's your excuse? Make the smarter choice. You can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash peasants. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash peasants. P-E-A-S-A-N-T-S. All right. Oh, yeah. Got to pay the bills somehow, you know? Got to make some money. Got to <laughs> make some money. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sticking with us, Sargon. Um, That's all right. Or, uh, I'm normally I'm up no to ben, about we, three we, in the morning, so. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm really, I, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a, we do have a troll or not a troll, Ben. <clears throat> I did pull one. Do you want to try and play troll or not a troll with us, uh, Sargon? Are you familiar with the game? I mean, it's a pretty simple game. I, I guess I'm supposed to guess whether this person's serious or not. Yes. yes. You got it. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, shit. I still have the chat up. Oh, that's all right. You've got extra boxes tonight yeah, because of TJ yeah. and Scotty. Yep. Give it to the people one more time, dude. They got to see the intro. Okay. It's beautiful. Sweet. All right. Cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. That's what you're seeing with Far Cry 5. I know I get to kill Christians and white people, okay? But I support Black Lives Matter, and this is fucking unacceptable. Where's the black person? Where's the non-binary transsexual adult Muslim? Where is he? Fuck you, Ubisoft. You're a fucking bunch <laughs> of racists. I mean, is, this, is this video really four minutes long? I mean, you, eventually he shows his face, which may help us determining the troll factor. Oh, okay. Yeah. You are a fascist <laughs> organization, Ubisoft. You hate black people. This game is fucking fascist. It's transphobic. It hates Muslims. You, you fucking people ought to have your game boycott it. <laughs> I uh, want to hear this guy review every video game ever, first yeah, of me all. Too. Second of all, I'm going to have to say troll. The thing is, I it might be someone with like a mental handicap of some sort. And it, I, I don't want to just say troll. Just I mean, it seems... It seems convincing. It's got to be a troll. It's gotta, <laughs> it's gotta be a fucking troll, man. I, yeah, I agree. It's troll. Yeah. 
I tell yes, you, Far Cry 5 was awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I cannot wait to shoot at hillbillies, man. I've been <laughs> like, oh man. I oh. I really like the cult. You know, the the whole the, the the actual fact that they've they've built like a convincing motivation for the people got, going in. It's got crazy. kind of that like uh, true detective season one kind of vibe around it. That That's... weird backwoods cult, man. I <laughs> like yeah, that I, shit I too. Great, uh, yeah, I think it's a great premise. Uh, I, I'm definitely gonna get it. So. Yeah, me too. I get all the Far Cry games. I haven't played a Far Cry since yeah, like Far Cry 2. Oh, dude, you gotta play some Far Cry. I mean, the, one of them I would recommend not getting. The one, Whichever one it was that was set in the Stone Age and shit. The Far, uh, Far Cry 2 was like retro. It was yeah. like 16-bit. I liked that one. I, I loved like... Pagan Min. Pa Pagan Min was great. Definitely definitely one of my favorite just all-time characters. Just, I, just smooth as hell. I thought it was great. Well, I like me some Far Cry. Do you want to go into uh, crazy people? Yeah, let's do it, man. Right. <laughs> Is that rude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it was Devin Tracy. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> All of these people are obscure. Oh, allegedly. That's I don't know who that is. Yeah. Crispy Baldy. Yeah. What a beautiful sea creature at the end of that. Oh, okay. So here's uh, Evergreen University students. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is this isn't too far away from where we live. We've got it's a interesting. it's a long collection of meltdowns here. We can skip around it. It's all pretty crazy. There's actually a guy who was in our Facebook fan club who's in some of the video footage. Really? He goes there? Yeah, he goes there and he he said he just wanted to see the crazy up close, so he went to you know some of those rallies yeah well it was like the argument between like the principal or the dean or whatever and the students i mean it didn't sound like much of an argument it sounded like him giving them everything they yeah, told him to yeah. give. you guys yeah. want a potluck i'll pay for a potluck <laughs> that's how life just works whiteness is the most violent fucking system to ever breathe oh did you say shit. whiteness is a system whiteness is the most violent it's a, system, it's to a ever system? Breathe. Okay, Han, I, I can explain this, right? I can explain it. I, I've, see, this is how long I've been dealing with SAWs, right? So when they say whiteness, whiteness. what they mean is, like, Western liberalism. That's what they okay. mean. They, mean. they mean democracy, they mean meritocracy, they mean uh, science, uh, philosophy, Western philosophy, all that. that that's everything, they, everything that we consider to be the, the, the system the of The establishment. Those are bad. Yeah, the establishment. It, 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 no, no, not really the establishment, but I mean, like... The, this everything about our civilization okay. is Western civilization. They call it whiteness, uh, and they hate it. They hate everything about it. And but they're, they're a part yet, of it. Yeah, yet they live in it. Yeah. How, how do they get? Yeah, it? How they, do they dance around that they live in? I bet they have iPhones and stuff too. They're well, part they of the civilization. Yeah, I mean these these people will tell you they are terribly terribly oppressed on their iPhone on Twitter. Um, yeah. It's nonsense. George, you call him a beta. As, a, as, as one of your classmates, get out. Yeah. So. Fuck you and fuck the police! <laughs> wow. Okay. Man, I gotta find an audience like this. Man, if only I, if only I had been born black, I could do this, dude. I could profit at this. I could go in there and say, you were fuck, born neck beard and we don't have right, people. points. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's tragic, isn't it? It's fucking... <laughs> honestly, I, I think it's marginalizing, and I think that we need to do something about it. Yeah. Neckbeard oppression is a real thing. It is, it is, man. Yeah, what would it take for Neckbeard to be declared a culture or a race? I mean, it is at this point. Is it a race at this point? Yes. I I, I think there should definitely be some sort of Neckbeard insurrection. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there is clearly some genetic basis to Neckbeardery, because if I'm dead honest with you, my dad is a fucking Neckbeard. And my grandfather was a fucking neckbeard. It just goes deep. I didn't deep. get to choose to be a neckbeard. It was handed to me. <laughs> Jeanette, it's in your DNA. It's in it my is. fucking DNA, man. So, so if you went to 23andMe and took a test, it would be like, uh, oh, you have a 90% chance of having the neckbeard. I mean, dude, it, look, if it was like a movie or something and I had this really super cool dad, like my dad was fucking Clint Eastwood or some shit, and I just was some like weird little genetic anomaly, I'd be like, yeah, neckbeardism is shit. But this was clearly passed to me. I come from a long line of fat, facial-haired retards. <laughs> I am a neckbeard. <laughs> oh, man, look at this activism. What the- so, Snapchat hmm. activism. When do dude. they go what, to what, class what and go? stuff? What, what is it that needs to go? I can't understand what they're saying. Maybe they don't even know. Maybe they're all saying different things. Right, okay. So something's got to go, and I'm just like, uh, okay. I'll try to listen. The racist teachers? These racist teachers have got to go. Okay, I'm sure that they're, I'm sure Evergreen College, I I mean, as I'm aware, it's quite lefty, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's actually, it's actually to the left of the lefty. I'm I'm going to be honest. From what I've read about Evergreen College, there is no curriculum there. There are no majors. You are asked to pick your own major from a selection of any word in the dictionary, apparently. Any concept you can think of. Anything that exists in the world that we have a word to describe, you can major in at Evergreen College. So I could get, like, a bachelor's in dinosaurs? Yeah. Like, just the word dinosaurs? You could get a bachelor's degree? (laughs) Oh, what? And why does corn always come out in your poop even when you chew it? (laughs) You could! If that's what you, if that, look, you're a shining star, and I don't want to get in the way of your guiding light. That's the kind of school that we're talking about here. These people are oppressed in a school that doesn't have grades and lets you choose your own fucking major and appear, apparently, from what I've read, appear in class at will. I I love how they say that whiteness is the worst system, right? I got this um, book the other day, and I was just reading through it, and like, I'll I'll just read a list of things that women can't do in saudi arabia if you like it's it's horrific uh (laughs) (laughs) right okay so women are totally dependent on men they're not able to open bank accounts travel seek employment obtain passports receive health care study at university or get married without the consent of a male guardian and at any point that male guardian can just say no and there is no legal recourse for these women and these annoying SJWs are like, this is the worst system. Whiteness is the worst system yeah. ever. Whiteness is the system that produced fucking feminism, you idiots. It's the only system that gives a shit. It's the yeah. only system. I mean, you couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't point to a country that has it better than a Western system. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, not, not currently. Uh, maybe never in history. No, no, never in history. I mean, any, I mean uh, Jesus Christ. If you want to go back in history, it's even worse. 
People. I mean, there was a there was a time where where you know, it, or is that a meme? Can you correct me on the meme that I was taught in school that at one point the Middle East was the scientific center of the world? Uh, no, that's true. Uh, that when, is true. Well, so yeah, at some uh, point things were darker in the Western world than they were in the uh, yeah, non-Western yeah, world. Yeah, you had um, what what's called the Islamic Golden Age, uh, centered around uh, Baghdad. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it, like, progressive or anything, but it, it was certainly um, more enlightened than the there was, uh, Western Europe at the time. There was a huge change in Iran after, uh, like, the Islamic theocracy took over there, too. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but the thing, I mean, there are, there, are, there are worse things than Islam. There have been worse things than Islam. I mean, there, there have been... I mean, there have been entire civilizations that have been built on slavery, and... It's like, you can go, oh, well, America had slavery. Yeah, it had slavery, but slavery wasn't, like, a founding part of the country. It wasn't, like, it, it wasn't the purpose of the country. I mean, Whereas it enabled the country... It enabled the country to grow at the rate that it did. I mean, well, it enabled the, 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 the unending... Well, sure, but, I mean, if you, if you look at the history of the United States through the lens of pre-Civil War and post-Civil War... But at that time, the South and everything attached, that was that was what would become the United States. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that it was... I, I stop short, like you do, of saying that slavery built the United States. But I don't yeah, deny I don't that it was foundational in the United well, no, the, States the becoming United what States, it was. The, the, the colonies weren't founded on slavery. That came to the colonies after the colonies existed, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, so there we go. It's something that came to the colonies after they existed. Because right, I mean, but slavery wasn't something the then became built, incredibly so. foundational at a time when America was rapidly expanding. Well, it was profitable. I mean, like, without slavery, without that unending cheap labor pool, would there ever have been enough people here to justify mass production, thus industrialization? Yeah, yeah. Thus, yeah. I mean, maybe on a long enough time scale, but certainly not as quickly as it was facilitated under a, a system that had access well, to that labor. The, the the problem is the the slaves weren't being used for industrial purposes. They were being used for agriculture. Um, so I mean that that was well, one of agriculture the reasons that, is is and was then an industry. Well, no. When when we say industrial, we mean factory work. Uh, when, well, I mean, sure. Oh, yeah. Ag don't get me wrong. Slavery predates factories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we we we're not not just factories, but like uh, you know construction and mechanical stuff. Um, I mean. It, it's one of the reasons that I think uh, the North won the Civil War, isn't it? The industrial output of the North was colossal because they'd mechanized a lot of stuff or something. Uh, I'd right. have to go back and check. But, but, but slavery is, facilitated this, this is... that to a great degree. I mean, a lot of that industrialization well, came as sure. a result of having access to that giant pool of absolutely yeah, free sure. labor. That's yeah, true. So... But then, then you can say, okay, well, that, that's absolutely true. The United States has exactly the same moral standing as every other civilization in history now. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, everyone I mean, did it i agree everyone did it for some people it was prescribed by their religion for some people it was just their entire economy was slave economies so and it was just completely it was a completely normal factor of life and so it 
I mean, I if, mean you want, the America if you want did to hold make moral equivalences with slavery, then we're actually coming out on top of this, because the Western world was the only place on Earth that really ended it. And it wasn't just we ended it, we went out of our way to stop other people doing it. Like it was some sort of moral imperative, and it was a moral imperative at the time. But I mean, it was also there were also other interests involved. But it was a moral imperative for like the general public, who there was an abolitionist movement, and they actually advocated and pressured governments to go out and stop this. I mean, like the British Empire, they had they had like an anti-slavery patrol that patrolled up and down the coast of Africa, intercepting slave ships. They we we blockaded Brazil to stop slaves going to Brazil. I mean, that, I don't. I, it's just a way of. It was just, I mean, don't worry, there was, a, there was an economic imperative there as well, but there was certainly a moral imperative from the general public. They enjoyed stopping slavery. And then once that had been effectively shut down, the in East India, the Indian uh, slave trade going from Africa to Arabia to India and beyond, sure. the British Empire sent the Navy around to stop that as well. They, they, they didn't like it. And it was because it goes against the general principles of Western liberalism. It's not good to have slaves. There's no justification for it. And so I, this is the thing. It's like, oh, oh, we had slaves. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off. You know, until your culture, the way you came from, stopped slavery on their own merits because they decided it was wrong, you don't get to judge. So just shut up. I'm sick of the slavery arguments. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody can credibly claim that slavery impacted their lives directly at this point. I agree. I, certainly culturally, I, I can imagine that there is still some kind of psychic uh, you know I, there's no direct connection to these to, to black people that are alive today but to underscore or to underestimate the very recent history uh, that was Jim Crow and segregation and uh, you know that very systemic kind of racism that they talk about that they think still exists yeah um, you know, I, I think that that does that that has left uh, black communities at somewhat of a disadvantage. I, I honestly, I think it's the identity that's the problem. Um, I, I, I I've referenced this before, but I, I was watching a video by a YouTuber called That Guy T, and he was basically like, "Look, Black Lives Matter. You've got to stop blaming white people." And I mean, he was saying in the video, like when he grew up. And he, he comes from Atlanta, so maybe it's different there. I don't know about like other locations. But he was saying there was um, the tendency to say, look, the white man wants you to fail. The white man wants to keep you down. The white man this, the white man that. And he's just like, I never met a white person who did this. <laughs> I never met a white person that wanted me to fail because I was black. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta I think is it's in the heads at this point. Atlanta is in the deep south. And uh, it's the, just an economic yeah. truth that many of the black people that live in the Deep South are also uh, astonishingly poor for yeah, whatever yeah. reason. Um, also, reasons. things like obesity are higher there than most Absolutely. places. Absolutely. Off the charts higher. Hmm. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, watch more of this or? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and skip ahead. All right. Skip ahead in this. Uh, uh, it's pretty long. Yeah, it's real long. All so, right. so oh, oh this guy i think i think that might be the one that we watched yeah we already had watched to pay that. for the potluck but there's a there's some more of him dude what, what the, the fuck, fuck? <laughs> you gotta put your hands down fuck these people Does he not <laughs> yes i yes i <laughs> Does he i mean it's just obvious from these videos 
This, yeah, does he yes. not understand that he's the fucking dean or whatever it is of the university? He doesn't under. It's not them th that needs to understand that. It's him. He doesn't no, no, understand he, yeah, asking, yeah, that he's he the fucking have dean. To do any of this? I, I would absolutely not. All of these he's chosen like, to capitulate to these people who, if you yeah. listen to their glee in these fucking clips, are clearly doing this as some kind of power fantasy. The inmates yeah. have taken over the fucking asylum. There's no demonstrable educational goal being pursued. Yeah, what is this? How is this an institution this of, is a group higher of people. This is a group of people who are gathering to get off on belittling a man who has chosen to capitulate in every way to their stupid fucking demands. How, does, how is this an accredited institution at this point? I have point? no idea. Well, this this is I mean this this completely validates everything that we've been saying for the last few years, doesn't it? You know, we, we've we've seen this coming, and it's been constantly leaking out, like with Mizzou and stuff like this. Just like we, just practically every time you see it, and effectively what it is is, I mean, it's they, these people have been brainwashed. <laughs> they they <laughs> they they've been brainwashed to think that they live in a tremendously oppressive system, and then they are given license to take over. The system, because there's, and the thing is that this this has happened before. I mean, there are there are other instances where you get what is effectively a, a new sort of cult um, that comes up. I mean, the, the the Christians had one in the the Catholics had one in medieval France called Catharism, where everything about the ideology completely undermines and the the existing paradigm. So, like uh, for for these people, they think that everything's white supremacy. Therefore, nothing can be trusted. The whole system has to go. Uh, the Cathars thought something similar, where they thought that the entire world was made by the devil. So that included the church, that included human bodies. I mean, literally everything was tainted and corrupt. And that's wow. the same idea that these people have. Basically, everything's wrong, and it has to all go. And the way that they solved the problem with the Cathars was with a crusade. Um, so I'm just saying, Desvol. That's why. How, <laughs> how can they say they're oppressed when they're allowed to just take over? I mean, doesn't that just prove that they're wrong? Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> the more power they get, the more it proves that they have no reason to have the power in the first place because they're not yeah. oppressed. This, what a strange place to arrive justice. at. Everything about social justice is couched in terms of power. Uh, it's, it can't be understood without contextualizing it in the real world and in the context of power dynamics and th this is something i think a lot of people fail to pick up on when they think about this because i mean think about their definitions of anything so obviously to you and me probably uh the the term racism means prejudice means prejudice on the basis of race but they will tell you it's institutional prejudice on the basis of race in which power, an institution power plus prejudice exactly right? you can't define their terms without using the term power and this means that the whole thing is focused around power it doesn't it doesn't even matter really what the i mean they will just interchange oh it's men it's sexism is prejudice plus power you know racism prejudice plus power right and, well, and well, so when you when you add that plus sign the two things that you, the you have the plus sign between become interchangeable so power becomes prejudice at will yeah. Well, the, the thing is, they're terrible at maths as well, because if you, if this was like a numerical, I mean, if they, if they had multiplication, maybe that would make sense, but if I've, if I've got prejudice and I've got zero power and I add that together, I still have prejudice. <laughs> so yeah. it yeah. should be multiplied. And if you have zero, unlimited yeah. fucking yeah. cosmic power, but no prejudice, you still have prejudice. Yeah, exactly. But the, the, the thing is, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all a power tactic. It's all about 
gaining control of things, and this is them gaining control of something. Uh, it's a natural outgrowth of this ideology. Um, it's going to have to be defunded. It's just going to have to be completely defunded. It's dangerous. It's, I mean, you can see what's happening. You can't, you can't allow this cancer to continue growing. And these teachers are teaching them that they, I mean, they're, they're essentially, Jordan Peterson calls them activist courses, and they are. They, they teach these kids. I say kids, but these people are 18 to 20 and stuff like this. They teach these people that they have a right and a duty to take over the system, which is why they're doing what they're doing now. Well, um, they, their, their ideology has backfired because these people have no idea. Let me ask you a question, Sargon. Have you ever been to a potluck? Uh, no. Okay, that might be an American term. I think so. A potluck what, what is, is a potluck is a pl when people get together and everybody brings like a dish. Each, everybody supplies. Everybody brings, that comes to eat brings a piece of the meal. And then it's like a buffet that everyone and shares. then everyone shares. Yeah. Right. That's a potluck. These okay. people asked the dean to pay for a potluck. I don't know why I'm so focused on it, but it under, <laughs> I don't know either. It underscores. Just how completely backwards everything that they ask for they don't is. Even know what a potluck is. You don't pay for a motherfucking potluck. Yeah. The idea of a potluck is that everyone that comes to it brings a piece of it and you share. I saw I saw uh, the the footage where they're eating pizza and stuff like that, and he was oh, just yeah. on him. I'm sure it was just oh, was, what is what are you doing? Why are you capitulating to these demands? I'd just be like, get fucked, get I don't out. Know. I went you know? to a uni I went to a university where if I would have been messing around like this and not going to class, I would have failed, and still had to pay. So mm. I I don't I've never <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I I I just I wouldn't tolerate any of this if I was in charge. I'd just be like, well, sorry, you have to leave. You know. Yeah. In fact, I might well call the police. You seem like dangerous lunatics who are in who seem to be hell bent about taking over the university. That can't be allowed. There so was a there out. was a there was a clip that we watched. Maybe you've seen it of them going. Um, by the way, um, we have homework and stuff that's due, and clearly that's not going to get done. So we're going to need you to send an email to our teachers and tell <laughs> yeah, them so that our homework, homework is not due, so that we can sit around and order have you order us pizza. And he was like, okay, I'll get right on that. I'll do that immediately. Wow. I mean, no. What? Yeah. Can't what even imagine asking. Can't even imagine asking. It's, it's, yeah, it's, but this is, this is where it all ends. This is the, this is the thing with social justice. It's got to go. It's got to go. You can't let this carry on. Come through. Okay, okay, so can we talk about this? What? She's what decolonizing the space. Oh. There, I guess, is this idea that when a white man is standing up, nobody it's else can be doing anything. I guess that's a general idea when somebody's talking to a group of people. But that's a colony, that's a colonization of a yeah. space yeah. by a white man. And so sh her presence, dancing around like a dummy is decolonizing the space. <laughs> well, oh I mean, that, take that, whitey, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. I don't know if my fucking male white ego will ever recover from this <laughs> space decolonization I've had to witness here today. Consider me decolonized, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, look at the brutal way she's dancing. I know, in dude. She, she decolonized my heart with those dance moves. <laughs> Oh my God! He's like, my hands are down. Because somebody yelled out, "Hands down!" This is the most abusive thing I've seen in so long. It's just like—is it really abusive though? When the oh, this object, is it, in in the ob, is... when the object of the abuse of abuse is a willing participant in it. Yeah, but that's that's the that's the thing about the abuse, isn't it? I mean, like he, the these people are clearly taking advantage, and they're, he's they're doing now, a job. Well, he, he's. This isn't his job. <laughs> this is the, right. This is not in his job, is it? Well, so. he has a position, and he's expected to do something. And for whatever reason, uh, he's being told he needs to act this way. Well, maybe in his twisted world, this is how he's supposed to do his job. I, I mean, I guess. at the college where you get to choose whatever major in the universe you want, maybe he gets to choose what it means to be the dean of a fucking <laughs> college. No, but the thing is, they're they're doing all this on the basis that he's a white man. So they they are effectively. I mean, this is emotional abuse because he he thinks he's paying penance and and trying to de you know ex apologize for his whiteness or whatever, and they're just taking they're just taking the piss. They are just hands down all this sort of shit. You know, you've got to give us this, you've got to give us that. He's the one being oppressed in this situation. He is being oppressed by these students. That he can't even raise his hands, and they're going to turn around and tell him, "Oh no, actually, we're oppressed." Now get fucked. You're not oppressed. You're a bunch of I fucking mean, abusers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't decide whether he's oppressed or just involved in some strange sadomasochistic fantasy. Yeah, maybe oh, he, he enjoys he probably, it. Yeah, he probably doesn't. At least, uh, oh, he's totally brainwashed into thinking that this is the only way that he can save himself or something. I don't know. He goes but, home yeah. and whips himself at night. Oh, probably, yeah. Sorry, I'm white. Yeah, sorry, I'm white. Sorry, I'm male. It's pretty, pretty true. <laughs> well, it's... You want to skip uh, skip ahead a little bit? Yeah, we'll do that. Cool. What's this? Oh, oh, man. oh here he is oh, again. God. Slavery, Please. white people, reparations gone. Yeah. Look look at how sad he looks. Man. It's shit on white people day. Is there any black folks need water in here? My, the thing is that my ancestors were slaves, and your ancestors were not. Your ancestors came here of free choice and decided to bring along my people of their un not of their own free will to work and build this country Looking for you okay okay hang on. let's let's stop let's stop hands you're not what hang, hang on hang on hang on um, evergreen college yeah evergreen yeah. college yeah and uh what's, olympia you know washington what's what's the guy what's the name of the guy that's the being, dean uh, uh george named? is his first name i don't know his his last name. I can look it up for you if you'd like. Yeah, it's, I'm just yeah looking looking myself. It's pretty fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very close to where uh, we're at. We're in the uh, Seattle area, and this is just a few hours from us. So we're in the belly of the beast on this one. I mean, well, I've seen if, some if crazy shit. If turns out to be like Polish or something. Like you know, the son of a Polish immigrant or something like that. It's just like, yeah, you ain't you ain't a slave owner. You know, I, yeah. I, I want I want to know where this guy comes from. Um, oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying yeah, to find there, there's out. Every, uh, there's every chance that he's not. Is it George Summerbridges? Uh, that sounds familiar. 
He's the he's an American sociologist and president of the Evergreen State College. There it is. There it is. Um, well, we haven't got any information about him, unfortunately. That's a shame. No, no, It'd be not, interesting yeah, to get an interview with him. I'd like to talk I, to this dude. I think he'd probably call you a racist. So. Oh. Huh? Probably call, no, no, what probably if I just acted fashion. like he did and pretended to capitulate to everything just that make, he thought? Just make sure to keep your hands down when you I'll keep my him. hands folded on my lap. No, I, that I, might imply you know, my I, genitals. Honestly, I'll put it back here. I would be amazed if you could keep up the act. I might be able to. But yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I can't find any information about his uh, ethnic background. But if he was like, I mean, with Bridges, he's probably Anglo. But if he'd been like, you know, Russian or uh, Jewish or Polish or something, oh, your ancestors? No, shut up. His ancestors yeah. probably came as refugees, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. It would have been easier if he'd had a, a, an interesting name. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the, I mean, but even then, who gives a shit? It's not his fault. You can't punish him for it. I mean, it's it's like explaining this to a child, isn't it? It's remedial. It's not his fault. And you weren't the one oppressed. You never picked cotton. He never had any slaves. Shut up. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's, I do agree with that. You know, it's like no. yeah, it's very very basic. Um, has he, uh, Sargon, have you ever, have you been exposed to corpse midget at all? <laughs> no, he hasn't. What? <laughs> I'm just wondering. He has a wide fan following. I was wondering if, I was wondering if, uh, if Sargon had been exposed. No, I, I don't know what a corpse midget is. It's, it's actually the one below that. Ben. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a how to be emo yeah, in school. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what a corpse midget. <laughs> it's this guy. It's this guy here. We we call him corpse. Midget. He's gonna tell us hey, how to be emo. Today we're gonna learn how oh. to be an emo girl in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was our reaction too. <laughs> Just like it says here on WikiHow, but with my personal advice added at the end. Many people think emo is being sad and cutting, but the truth is that emos can be really fun, nice people. Emos are people that take small reactions to a more dramatic level, like love, sadness, madness, caring, etc. I'm sorry, Kevin, but this is just not working out for me. I think we should break up. No! <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at? So, th th this is meant to be satire, right? I, I honestly can't say yes to that. As much as I'd like to be able to sate your curiosity on that. I don't think it is. I don't know what this is. We've this, watched several of this man's videos, yes, and I haven't a, got him pegged. Uh, he is a Romanian dwarf that makes videos that are very strange. They're basically that we, randomness. Yeah. So. Right, okay. Well, I, I'm guessing that's satire, then. It's got to be. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Oh, he's also, uh, as far as I know, he was a like a big Onision fan. So, which right. also calls into question whether this is satire or not. <laughs> I will fucking murder everything. Kevin, don't be like that. What the? F <laughs> Go fuck yourself in the abdomen with the undeveloped horse of baby Satan. <laughs> if you're only trying to be emo to fit in, please what be the aware fuck? <laughs> this is like something from my nightmares. Like, <laughs> look at the background of it. It's it's horrifying. Look at it. Is I can't. Oh god, I, I don't. I can't even. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sargon's like this is like this is this is not this Sargon is not within Sargon's, Sargon's yeah. normal content. Yeah. I mean, you know. he doesn't usually yeah, spend his time watching. Um, That's right. When you the asked corpse him, midget. he was familiar with corpse midget. I was like, no, I don't think he is. <laughs> I don't know, man. Lucian Hobadok, dude. He Hodobok. has a Lucian Hodobok. Hodobok. Man, why does that well, sound like a German fairy tale gremlin or something? I, I think, I think this is where I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to bow out because this is too much for me, and I'm uh, it's too close. Understood. I don't, I All don't right. blame you. Thank you for joining well, us, Sargon. It well, was a, me on. it was a pleasure talking to you, sir, and uh, oh, best thanks. of luck, man. Yeah, yeah, take it easy, guys. Um, Hope we can have you me. back sometime. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just you know, send me a message whenever you fancy it, and I'm sure I'm ha I'll be able to come on and just. Talk about the latest catastrophe that's beset the world. Awesome. All right. And God Corpse Midget, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll I save the Corpse Midget for next time. I see this again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've seen enough. <laughs> All right. Thanks All again, right. Sargon. Good yeah, night. you too, guys. Take care. Good night. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> corpse Midget literally scared corpse Sargon. Midget. Away. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I, was hesitant, I was hesitant to play Corpse Midget. <laughs> Man, I wanted to see what he thought. And uh, he, I mean, he spoke very clearly there. He can't hang. It's a way of life. Not an experiment or a for fun game. You have to put your whole life into it. Otherwise, you're a wannabe or a poser. Emo is just a genre <laughs> of music. <laughs> what the fuck? I like how the, like, his head only comes up, like, to the top of the bottom lockers. <laughs> <laughs> and he, that's a green screen too so he even green screens it properly yeah, yeah. oh man <laughs> no it's not <laughs> make sure that you are being emo for the right reasons well duh you have to make sure that you do everything in life for the right reasons stupid sight go to the mall and shop for emo clothes well duh god forbid you <laughs> well duh Go to the mall and shop for emocras. Well, duh. Well, duh. Well, uh, duh. Can we just have this guy around to, to just say that every once in a while? Just to, like, comment every once in a while on what we're doing? Yeah. Well, duh. Someone said, Sargon destroyed Paul again. Again? Again, I well, I yeah, I don't think you guys ever talked. I never before. talked to him before, so I guess we had two battles. So let's do. You know what? You guys always have something to bitch about. Like you guys always bitch about the super chat. We've hardly done the fucking super chat. Yeah. For the entire show. Yep. But here we are now. The super chat's fucking up. What do you guys want to say? Yeah. Give us your gripes. Like we said before, we've got Scotty coming live via satellite from IHOP. And TJ, he just left the barber. He's upset about his haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scotty's still waiting on those eggs, Benedict. Yep. Yeah, they they don't have very fast service at IHOP. It's just slammed right now. Basically, randomness. Basically, randomness. <laughs> we had Sargon for a while, but then we lost him. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not staying up anymore." At, uh, I mean, he was rolling with the midget. punches pretty good there into crazy people, but that was kind of his territory. That's why I started it with the yeah. SJW. Shit. I didn't, I didn't want to go right into course midget. I wanted to play this other like racism. Well, that's his... fucking Mario. That probably would have got him to rage quit even quicker. Uh, I don't think so. I think course midget 
gets you to rage quit quicker. I don't know, man. Yes. I like Corpse I Midget better than Mario. I know you do, but... I like his serious vlogs. They're so serious. Let's see. Logic is the cement of our civilization, with which we ascend from chaos using reason as our guide. It's a Vulcan quote. Cool. Oh, oh! Somebody implying that Sargon is indeed a Jew with the triple brackets. You know, you know who Sargon looks like? He looks like Al from Home Improvement. Yeah, he's got that. Well, it, not not in a bad way though. No, no, no. Al was a very dapper looking dude. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> yeah, he should. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I can see it, dude. <laughs> I can see it. That is a beautiful oh, thing. Yeah, hold on. There, there we go. Yeah? I don't oh, think Sargon, so, Sar Oh, look. He called us back. Sargon has joined us again. Uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> welcome <laughs> oh, back, sorry. Sargon. Never mind. It's Al from... Wake, uh, welcome back to the show. No, dude. So you're back for more Corpse Midget, I see. I wish my beard looked that good trimmed up. You know what I mean? But it just doesn't. Fucking Al could rock that well-trimmed beard. Paul's only 49% heterosexual. <sighs> I doubt that. Sargon of Akkad to be fifth peasant, please. I don't think he has the time. Yeah. And he doesn't want to talk about corpse midget. corpse midget. So. Yeah, so that disqualifies you right away. Sargon is a 9-11 truther, and it's hard to hear Sargon with Trump dick in his mouth. Why can't you take a hard stand when Trump does something stupid, but if it was a liberal, you would not hesitate? Well, I think you heard Sargon talk a lot about that tonight. So go watch what he talked about. Spreading my cheeks and looking at my ass in the mirror is my secret pleasure. Thank you for letting <laughs> okay. us know. That's nice. Corpse Midget is the embodiment of what a nightmare I, is. I agree. <laughs> he, may, he may be a smaller embodiment, but he still embodies something. Yeah. Don't pull back the covers at night, for the Hobbadoc will come and give you a fright. <laughs> right, what's this one? Uh, could it be the SJWs are a result of when the inherently religious fall into an ideology? They seem to be creating rituals. I mean, I think it probably scratches the same itch in the brain as religion does in some way. Paul, I was frustrated that you didn't press Sargon on Trump's there, cabinet picks. No matter what happened, there would have yeah. been someone that would have said something, you know, I'm, I'm upset <laughs> that you didn't press Sargon on this. I, I had a good it's time like, talking to Sargon you know, tonight. I know a lot more about where he stands on things. I'm a little more confused. I mean, he like, look, I, I think I think we had a good back and forth, and that's what I wanted to do tonight. Corpse Midget broke him. So Corpse Midget is basically yeah. kryptonite to Sargon. Yep. So, I mean, like, I don't know. Just, uh, if you don't like Sargon, just send him corpse midget pictures or something. Pleonician song, <laughs> You Hurt Me for a Cringy Laugh. Okay. No. Uh, well, I'll look at How it. How about I just blow my brains out instead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice to see another episode of the new and improved EP with 100% less TJ and Scotty. Oh, That's yeah, we did do that before. But we had a ton of yeah. fucking... I mean, we had Sargon, who's a good guest. Yeah, I mean... Very... Say what you want about him, but he's good at talking. Oh, he yeah. Has, he knows what he's talking about. At least he... He knows, he knows what he's talking about as far as his ideas. Well, yeah, him. what I'm saying is, like, whether you agree with him or not, you can't fault him for being able to present his argument. Yes. So he's very good at that. Um, Sargon can't handle corpse midget. What a puss. Hey, I look. I can't judge people based on their ability to handle this fucking nightmare. <clears throat> I think Milo could have handled corpse midget. Oh yes, darling. I would. Yeah. I would have sucked his midget prick. <laughs> All four peasants were seduced and kidnapped by Brett Keane and are to be sewn together to become a human centipede in the order of who brings the most value to the show front to back. What is the order? I don't know. 
Thanks for the 10 bucks. Corpse Midget is truly terrifying. I know. Agreed. Agreed. Somebody do a yiff. Um, no, yip, we're yip. not furries. Thank you for the $10 and yiff in hell for a fag. Thanks for that uh, furry cash. It's sweeter than any other cash. Oh, yeah, dude. Earth. That year, that, that furry $10 spends so much nicer <laughs> than any other $10. This is a great episode. You guys need to beam the Kirk brothers out of episodes more often. Paul did an amazing job of talking to Sargon, in my opinion. Wow. Well, well I, I don't agree that I, I was really nervous. I'll be honest with you guys. I was nervous not having the guys here. It for, is weird not for, having them here. Uh, for a big episode like this. You know what I mean? So, thank you for the kind words, but I'm going to be glad when the Kirk brothers are back, to be honest with you. So, we'll wait around for a few more Super Chats. If sure. we don't get any, then we'll, we'll get back into it. We've got some time left. Oh, another thing we're thinking about doing is bringing back the post-show for DP On Demand. That would be pretty fucking sweet, dude. And I want to let everyone know that We've added two private shows to DP On Demand. So In now, fact, Ben, if you want, after the show tonight, we could do a quick post show. Oh, I'm fine with that. Are you down? We yeah. can add it to DP On Demand. So let's oh. just make it a fucking thing, dude. Yep. Tonight, after the show, we're going to do a post show. And we're going to put it directly on DP On Demand. So people that are subscribed there, you can just go get it later tonight. Those of you that haven't subscribed... If you want to see the post show come back, that's another another reason right there. And then also the September private shows from 2016 and the October, which is interesting. When you watch the September private show, it's our last one in Ohio. Yeah. And then the October one is our first one here, here. in Washington. Yeah. It's interesting. And we were at TJ's house yep. at that point. That was a crazy period yeah. of time. Yeah, that was a weird period. That was like a, we did a we did shrooms on a couple of shows, acid, acid? on one. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, uh, jet fuel can't melt steel sargons. Okay, good to know. Thank you. What is your opinion on country music, new or old? Old is is good. Some, you know? uh, yeah. Uh, new is garbage, like pop country garbage that they play on the radio yeah no, not a fan most of the shit that gets radio play sucks there is like a subgenre called alt country that turns out some sweet tunes you ever listen to uh like hank the third hank the third yeah yeah dude. i dig i dig listening to that that's like a outlaw country they call it it's like it's almost punk ish yeah it's a got way. a very punk vibe yeah. to it for sure uh sargon <laughs> says that trump should be held accountable for his crimes however he only attacks sjw's and never attacks trump himself for anything well uh he's not really a supporter of trump so you heard him tonight he said not really he said he's not really a trump supporter not really why did uh why is everyone asking you to do a yiff i don't think everyone is i think one person did thank you for the five bucks dicks out for paul rombe uh okay <laughs> get your dicks out Guys, what if Corpse Midget did a serious vlog of his basement full of Romanian girls dressed in Japanese schoolgirl clothes? <laughs> I don't think a Romanian girl will come close enough for Corpse Midget to trap them in his basement. With his little arms. Yeah. To grab them. Oh, come to me. <laughs> uh, should have got me and Ryby to dress as the Kirks. I mean, oh, oh, it's Jeff. It's oh, Jeff yeah, Holiday. It's Jeff Holiday. I didn't yeah. notice. Yeah, dude. We could have had Jeff throw on a blonde wig and just hump the air all night. <laughs> Good show. Thank you. Thank you. Peasants are life. Thank, thank you. you. Man, listen. Thank you. Ben Pye, did you see my manatee snap? I found him in his natural habitat. 
I get a lot of these manatee things people send me. Like, anytime manatees are in the news or, like... Oh, yeah, dude, the manatees. How many times you get sent that fucking article that the manatees as a species are bouncing back and they're no longer endangered? I got sent that fucking 15 times. You know what I just realized? We mentioned Hank Williams Jr. earlier, and then we just now mentioned Hank the Third, which yeah. I believe is the son of Hank Williams Jr. Yes. So that's kind of weird. Yep. That bloodline turned out some weird country because i like the original hank williams. hank williams was huge had some great tunes um just absolutely classic junior, meh. junior is kind of where it went off the rails and hank the third i kind of yeah. like a lot of his stuff yeah. <clears throat> teddy roosevelt considered jp morgan and other corporations his enemies now all presidents are in the pocket of jp morgan how the mighty have fallen that yeah well thank you favorite ween song and album also they kick ass live i hope to get to catch them live now that they're touring again um, it's hard for me to pick a favorite song. My favorite album is The Mollusk. Do you have a, a favorite DP memory? Dude, I really liked when um, the, the whole fucking election episode. That was awesome. The energy of that show was cool trails. and totally different, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I just liked that show a lot. It. it I, Everybody was just kind of working together, and we all kind of had our little disagreements, but it all flowed, and I thought we did a really good job. And <laughs> Paul, you were the eighth best peasant. Wow. Cool. There's eight of us? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I wish there were big events like elections more often. Yeah. So we could cover es them. Especially ones as contentious as this, too. We tried to do the inauguration, but it was like, eh. I mean, we'll have the midterm election coming up. And that'll be interesting. It's not as high profile, but we could probably cover that, too, and see. I mean, we're starting to enter times, at least here in America, where everything political is kind of interesting because some crazy shit's happening. When you come into Canada and where? I would say if we come to Canada anytime soon, it would be to Vancouver. It's it's so close. A hop, so. skip, and a jump. Well, I mean Vancouver, Washington, yeah, of course. of course. Wink, <sighs> wink. Good. Scotty's still waiting for his eggs. He didn't hear that. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we'll go back to some videos. Sure. Let's do. Racism is satanic. Hi, everyone. <clears throat> I bet the vigilant Christian started shitting buckets when uh, the ad apocalypse yeah, happened. Yep. Yeah. Hey, everyone. It's the vigilant Christian Mario, and you're here for a special video today. In today's video, and and here for a special video today, you don't even have the heart anymore, Mario. I think in You've this video, he makes a personal apology to all black people and all Asian people. For what? Just just them? What about brown people, like I Indian people? What about? Uh... <laughs> okay. So he's only sorry to them. Yeah. I, I I don't know why he's sorry at all, but why not just why not just do a blanket statement? He's sorry, dude. Just apologize to everyone on Earth for being Mario. Yep. I wanted to talk about racism and the Bible, and specifically to offer, you know, a prayer of asking for forgiveness from all black and Asian uh, people who listen to my videos. Just them, though. All the other ones, you know. Just the blacks and the Asians. The fucking Spicks can fuck off. Yeah, the Spicks can rot in hell. The American Indians can go fuck themselves. Those fucking dot-headed Indians. Yeah, those dots over there. Those muzzies. 
And I'm Get doing this out. on the behalf of my forefathers, forefathers, forefathers. Uh, racism <laughs> hasn't been in my family in several generations, as, as far as I can know. Um, but, you know, the Bible is very clear that the sins of the fathers are placed onto the children for generations. So if any of my ancestors are responsible for any racism, I want that spiritual uh, debt, that sin, to be forgiven. And I just want to offer an apology. So uh, I believe that. But only to blacks and Asians. Only blacks and Asians. Nobody in your bloodline ever wronged nobody of another race. <laughs> I don't get it. This is so weird. <laughs> so strange. So people said he, someone in the chat said he's literally praying to his audience. <laughs> yeah. I pray to you, audience, who gives me money. Please forgive I mean, me. I mean, I guess I can't blame him. That's, that's more effective than praying to God if you pray to your audience to give you money. I mean, how do you know your forefathers, forefathers, forefathers had any role in any oppression of anybody, much less specifically Asians and blacks? This was your grandfather's noose. <laughs> he used to use it to hang blacks and Chinamen. Yeah, we've handed it down here in the Vigilant family. The, the, vigilant? Villi the Vigilant family. The Vigilant family. family tree has actually got a noose for each person. <laughs> and when you come of age, son... You'll get your granddaddy's 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 nigger hanging noose. Yes, that'll be bequeathed to you, boy. What? And those slanty eyes. I don't Chinese. apologize for jack shit that this anybody shit. but me did. Yep. In the spiritual realm, and we as white people need to recognize that although we have not been responsible for the slavery uh, and the things that have been done to other people who have come to America, um, our f great, 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 great grandfathers are and according great, to the great, scriptures great, great, the bible great. tells us very clearly that their sins are placed upon us so if they've never went to the cross to ask for forgiveness uh, and went to um, you know the other cultures that they've offended for forgiveness those sins they fall upon us uh, wow is mario an sjw now <laughs> maybe he's trying to tap into that market i mean that's kind of what tough. it sounds like yeah he's like I a religious sjw i just want to uh, apologize for shit that i had no fucking yeah, role that's in what at I'm all saying. <laughs> please it sounds just like sjw bullshit it really is i'm a white male and i'm yeah. sorry uh, and everything that's going on in the world today you know with ferguson and all that it just shows that there is a lot of uh, still pain and hurt and it's not hard for elite forces to manipulate that and create even elite more racism forces. in the world. So it's the Illuminati um, creating one racism. One thing also I wanted to talk about. The Illuminati creates racism. Oh yeah, dude. The elite forces. Yeah, dude. They're the ones behind it. <laughs> in this video is, you know, the fact that I'm a white person, it still doesn't mean I'm, I'm blind to what white people have done. Um, white people, See? you know... I'm, He's a fucking, what is he, a, a, he's a CSJW. Yeah, dude, a Christian W. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm white myself, we've been probably the most responsible for evil to any other race. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but historically speaking, I believe that we are the race that has enslaved other races. You know, we went to Africa and just, hey, you belong to us by like, boom. Like it, like, it was none of our what? 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 Bet they'd be like, boom? Uh, 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 boom. <laughs> what? What just happened there? 
Is he is he emerald? Is he is he whipping up a batch of teriyaki chicken? Bam! 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 bam. Yeah, like what? Hit it with some spice, Mario. Bam! Business, but, you know, that's what we did, and and uh, we look back at, at figures like Hitler and his sick, twisted goal to create an Aryan super Where race. Where's this of going? White Are you apologizing for Hitler yeah, now? Like what? Fuck me, man. What is this weird shit? On here. Uh, and we begin to see things that are just a little off. One thing I do want to point out, since we're on the topic of race here, is we commonly see Jesus portrayed in this fashion. This isn't what Christ would have looked like. No. Okay, so now he's going to criticize artwork. Uh, the Jesus had a fro, man. <laughs> Jesus had a big old afro. Jesus man. probably looked like a like a Greek. Yes. Like, or, or, Olive-skinned, yeah. olive-complexioned. Would probably be considered a, a white person of darker complexion yep. in modern society. Not at all. There's no way he's white. Now, first, why why is he always depicted as a white guy? Why? I, I don't get that. It, he's clearly a Middle Eastern man. Comes from Iraq, <coughs> the Afghanistan area. What? 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 He what? came from like Galilee. Well, no, no, no. He no, came no, from no. Bethlehem. Well, that's where um, that's where he was born in Bethlehem. Right. He lived in Nazareth, I believe. Nazareth, yeah. Um, I mean, like. You know what is now Israel? Why was he called Jesus of Gathel? He was called Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, what what the fuck is Galilee? That's another thing. That's he, another place where he was. Yeah, that was another city. Okay, I don't I don't know if it still exists. It may. A lot of those old cities still exist. Whatever. Fucking. That's. I don't think that though any of those cities are in modern Iraq. No, no, no. It's in, it's in Israel. Yeah, yeah. It's not in Iraq. Yeah, definitely not. And not Afghanistan. Afghanistan's like way far east. Whatever. <laughs> you know, like... This is a villagent Christian video. I mean... I, yeah. Like, some of the closer countries to Israel would be like Lebanon. Yeah. You know, Jerusalem... Uh, Israel. He yeah, Jerusalem. There you go. You're what, right. What, then You're why right did there. you say Iraq and Afghanistan? Whatever. Yeah, if Afghanistan is so far away from Iraq and Israel. Yep. Iraq is kind of close to Israel, but uh, fucking Afghanistan yeah. is way the fuck out there. Closer There's no Russia. way he looks like he's some northern guy with white hair and blondish hair. But we need to start asking ourselves, why is the Messiah always portrayed in this fashion? Well, he isn't I'm going to suggest to you that the satanic elite... The Someone said uh, nowadays, Galilee is where, what is now Palestine. Okay. We deal with our true, white supremacists. Sounds, right. On this YouTube channel, I've been exposing this synagogue of Satan, as the Bible describes it, in the powerful positions in our world today, in government, economic, uh, and things like that. They are in powerful positions and they're running the show and it's a luciferian <laughs> cult uh, the, it the is? bible says they are uh the synagogue of satan so, so they you, are the church you just lost everybody you're trying to gain mario by injecting your weird everything is a satanic cult thing <clears throat> because no sjw's are going to support you now they're going to think you're batshit fucking crazy they think that racism is just some systemic thing that they're fighting against. They don't want to hear that it's some fucking cult creating it. It's the Illuminati creating it. They're not trying to hear all that bullshit. It's the Illuminati. Yeah, dude. It always has been.
and always will be. Of Satan. Now, why is it that this sick, twisted elite has always preferred <laughs> white people? It's part of their, like, eugenics program. If you just what? look at Hitler, you had to be. It's part of the elite's eugenics program yes. to only yes. use white people to oppress everyone else. Obviously. White and, and have blonde hair. And I think blue eyes. Yeah, look at this example. Hitler, uh, clearly a blonde, right? <laughs> like... <sighs> or whatever you had to have those specific trademarks why why does that create the super person um why super do they hate person. black people so much they das don't even Uber view them as blacks and asians why do you hate them so much yeah dude blacks and asians man as human beings it's funny that he talks about hitler's uh, about hitler he apologized to blacks and asians but i mean hitler mainly killed jews you know not yeah, it's just another example of why white people are evil, though. They because Hitler's I don't know where he's going with this. And the black man to be inferior and in need of, you know, they need to be our slaves and they need to serve us. And, and this type of mentality has come from the rich, twisted, Luciferian synagogue of Satan cult known as the Illuminati. They're always trying to do that. And it seems that they would also be responsible for making Jesus into a white guy. I mean, that's just art. I mean, uh, a lot of European artists painted paintings like this. Yeah. And they painted the people in the paintings to look the way people did where they lived. Yep. And, you know, way back in the day, in certain areas, you wouldn't see a lot of people of other races. People, you know, they didn't have uh, ways of traveling around the world that we have now. So... You know, seeing a multiracial area wa was far less common then than it is now. Yep. So people would normally only other see a European artist would normally only see other white people unless they went traveling to somewhere far away. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's certainly I, I don't think it's like obviously on the face of it racist for white people to imagine that their imaginary little dude was also a white dude. I don't, I don't understand what the problem of that is. I think the problem lies in the imagination of a fucking savior. I've seen Jesus depicted as black before. Oh, yeah. There's uh, art out there of it. I've seen... <laughs> there's a bar in Albuquerque. They have a, a velvet, one of those velvet paintings on the wall, and it's black Jesus crying. Oh, shit. Crying black Jesus. <laughs> I wonder if I can find a picture of it. Crying black Jesus. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I'm almost positive. I wonder if I can find it. Hmm. Because <laughs> it's, it's so perfect. The crying black Jesus. Yeah. Damn it, it, it. A picture of it doesn't exist. I took a picture of it at one point. I'm going to find it. Dude, next time you're down there, just get a good fucking picture of it. I may have one uh, on my phone somewhere or something. Man, it's black Jesus and he's crying. It's beautiful, dude. That I, is a beautiful thing. <laughs> I sent a picture of it to TJ one time, too. Jesus wept, dude. Yeah. And he's black. You want to check out Go Fuck Yourself, or you want to stick with some more Mario? Let's see. Got about a half hour left. Oh, we got tons of video left. 
Okay, uh, someone's saying that a pope made it a rule. That all pictures of Jesus was modeled after his son, Cesare Borgia. Cool. Huh. I mean, I, I believe that. I've never heard that before, but it sounds believable. Popes did a lot of weird shit. Yep. That's pretty interesting. All right, moving on. Cool. I'm going to come up there right now, and I'm going to fucking stuff that thing up your fucking ass. Go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> Go fuck you yourself. You are the most disrespectful son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself, Cuffy. You have no <laughs> respect for yourself. Go fuck yourself, Cuffy. You, I find that on YouTube. And it's gonna go right up your fucking ass. Uh -oh. Go fuck yourself! Yeah? Well, I already put in a complaint to the police yesterday about you. He called go the cyber yourself. police. And they backtraced it. Say it again! Go fuck yourself! <laughs> go fuck yourself! Don't say it to my face, you fucking idiot! <laughs> go fuck yourself! Do it again. Come on now! Go fuck yourself! <laughs> This dude is a Every master time I troll. See you face to face, you're the one that's gonna go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself! <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself! Get me! Go fuck yourself! <laughs> that's the best. That's the best shit, dude. He's gonna tell it again, dude. Yell it again. Come on, be a meme master. Yell it again. Please, one more time before he leaves. No. Come on, go fuck yourself. It would have been great. Fuck. Uh, toss in the salad with jelly. First of all, right, if he's a newcomer, right, I want him to suck my ass with jelly. Oh my God, Paul. What? You pick a lot of weird sexual prison videos, I did, Paul. Look, people sent okay, this shit okay. to us. Okay. And we had a good time with that uh, Booty Warrior video. I thought that you might want to know what else is going on in the jailhouse, Ben. I'm sorry. In a totally hetero, no homo <laughs> way. Okay. But this dude sure. likes to have his booty lick with jelly. What they call toss the salad. Yes. That's the slang word, toss the salad. It means sucking my ass, right? Uh -huh. With jelly or without jelly. Some people use syrup. I prefer a guy to use jelly, right? Mm -hmm. I will reach my climate, right? I will automatically get hard, right? Dude, he'll reach his climate. You know, come automatically if he's sucking my ass for about 10 minutes or longer, right? It's, 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 a, it's a sensation film and it makes you feel real good. Most all gays do that. You know what I'm saying? Like guys to suck their ass. It's just like a pussy. Right, but the only difference is it's not a pussy, right? It's clean. The person is decent, and the person knows that that's an asshole. But in mind, he, he's looking at it as a pussy because. Why? I just look, dude. Why? Prison is a fucking crazy place. Why? <laughs> look, the people needed to know that in prison somewhere, probably right now. There are multiple dudes licking ass, <laughs> licking and, jelly and, ass, and syrup ass. But they think it's a pussy. They're they're pretending. they're treating it like a pussy, though. You see what I'm saying? The mental, Paul. The mental flip. Paul, please. I'm just telling you, Vin.
No more. The people need to know this type of shit. Tourette's. Now. This is a Tourette's video. Yes. I'm trying my best to hold it in. Hold it in. Shogging. Fuck off. <laughs> I want to hang out with this This dude guy. is awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Work is a 10 minute walk away from his home. together we feel some kind of harmony you know there's a connection somewhere filthy fogs john's Tourette. <laughs> <laughs> he called the dog a filthy fag weekend <laughs> gets underway with a relaxation session picture in your mind a beautiful green field i'm up to my knees in fucking cow park is <laughs> I love this guy. He's amazing. Everybody else in there is amazing too. I love this clip, dude. It's just so cruel. I mean, like, look, dude. I'm sure it's not funny to have this shit. But fuck me. It's like it it's like their psyche saying what they're thinking at all times. I love this guy. He's amazing, isn't he? Is it a wind? Oh, I'm crying. Oh, he hurt himself. Damn. Yeah, dude. Ow. Hey, no. Johnny Davidson. <laughs> Johnny Davidson, dude. That's what he was thinking of. Right. Hello. I'm Heather from Citizens Advice Bureau in Gala Shields. That uh, actually helped uh, at all. Uh, fuck off, so, noisy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always swear words? It's always the filthiest shit. <laughs> Absolutely. And we sound as advisors like we're asking really nosy questions. Shepard died his pubes ginger. Shepard died his pubes ginger. He just had to say it, dude. He couldn't stop. Don't shoot the messenger. He dies his um, pubes ginger. He dies his pubes ginger. The behavior with other people. Um, this person would be expected to tolerate the behavior. Fuck off! <laughs> that guy's crazy. I told you, everybody in the meeting is amazing. <laughs> That's not a very good wording for it. But there is somebody who's actually. Your dogs get tense! In the law, to thought it through mm. at last. I'll leave shoot. that with you so that you can have a look at it. You're very helpful. Then there's more on. <laughs> You're very helpful. you mean it or not? Um, that's the dealing with it. So I'll leave. That's how, that's how the points work now, and they are better than the old points. Everyone on inca incapacity benefit is going to be moved <laughs> on. Did he get her to say piss? Piss of capacity. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> It's rubbing off. It's contagious. Oh, fuck shite. <laughs> You've got Tourette's by proxy now. Huh? She's I think he meant piss. that. <laughs> 15 points for speech can't be understood by strangers. <laughs> Gobbled like a turkey at her. <laughs> 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 
Absolutely. You get nine points for strangers have great difficulty understanding speech. Pakistanis and Iraqis. You get fucking Pakis, mate. Oh shit. I get stabby with knives. Yeah, in the kitchen. Somebody's walking past. It's, it's a really difficult call, though. But it's arguable that benefits-wise, you should be getting the maximum benefits. Because Ow! Whoa! Oh man, fuck! That sucks, dude. At any given moment, you might need a minder, but you might not. Arthur Daly. <laughs> Quite right. It's a jab sign. The jabs hang. Where's some of the texts come from? If. He could meet somebody who could look beyond the, the Tourette's and symptoms that he would be able to find somebody that he could kind of get on with and settle down with. Another gay man! <laughs> Another gay man! There are also some positives that we can have a laugh about, especially when we're having pub quizzes and stuff at the centre. Something like playing charades. I'm never ever the person that stands up and has to act out what film it is or whatever, because I can't keep it to myself. You know what, that is pretty funny. It. It's yeah. good that he has a sense of humor about it and realizes that even though he probably suffers greatly because of it, it is pretty funny in certain contexts. Jaws! Right, that's my turnover. <coughs> oil, oil, oil on the road. Gonna crash! You're gonna crash! <laughs> you know, wow, I don't want to be in a car with him. Nope. Nope. Yay! Border between England and Ireland. Yeah, we're here. Crash. We're At last. <coughs> I'm a chicken. I'm a chicken fucker. <laughs> wow, he's just gold. When I'm feeling down and I'm feeling a bit shite and a bit sorry for myself, I do stop myself and think, well, look what I've, look what I've achieved. I've got my house. I've got my garden that I love. Yeah, I've got my job, I've got my dog. And I think really, to be honest with you, I think I've actually got a good quality of life, really. Cool. That's nice to hear. What the fuck? Oh, this is fucking amazing, Ben. This is Jan Terry, but now. You remember I Don't Want to Lose You Tonight from the last episode? The music video? Oh, God, no. This is her now. Like recent. Jan Terry. <laughs> Bump it, dude. Why? Oh, yeah. Dude, this the hook to this song is amazing. How is it? Yeah. Sexy. Sexy. Watch this Baywatch shot. Here it comes. It's beautiful. Oh, she caught him cheating. Look at this. Beautiful. Oh dude, she's shredding <laughs> ass, dude. <laughs> Skyrocket to hell. <laughs> you know Marilyn Manson is a fan of this chick? No kayfabe, no joke. He had her play at a private party for him. A private he loves her. There's pictures of uh him yeah, out there with I've her. Seen, I've seen that before. Yep. For granted. Skyrocket to hell. 
She needs to find a shorter cameraman because she appears to be very short. Yeah, like why isn't she in just the same shot with the guitar doing this? She was standing up on the edge of the fountain there. Yeah, yeah. get up there. Wailing on her axe. Did you see that? Yeah, dude, she Damn. was fucking melting faces with that shit. Steve Vai, step aside. Jan Terry has arrived. Her cameraman is the worst cameraman in the world. What is this shot? Jan Terry's lower abdomen sans head. Well, she still has the energy, you know? <laughs> she still got the pep in her step. You can't... Can't deny that. Yes, it was fireworks in July. Uh, 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 mm, uh, uh, uh. So where do we stand? Okay. I don't know. You took me by surprise. You took what? me by surprise. Skyrocket to hell, Ben. Someone said she's Mrs. Segmento. <laughs> Segmenta. <laughs> Segmenta. Putting in love to shame, yeah. Skyrocket to hell. Dude, I can hear the, like the Eagles of Death Metal covering this, dude. Skyrocket to hell. Get on See, that, Eagles of Death Metal. In the last video, she was in Chicago, but here there's like palm trees and shit, so I don't know where she is. Uh, yeah, San Diego, maybe somewhere in LA. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. People are asking to stop, and I think I will oblige. Is all right. Is it that time? Um, we'll do some super chat for a few minutes here, okay. and then we'll do the post show. We're all stars now in the post show. So we're just waiting for those super chats to come up. So we're going to do a post show and it's going to go on DP on demand. Someone said Paul wants to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to denigrate her. Look, dude, she's doing her thing. But no, I probably, I probably don't. Skyrocket to hell. Skyrocket to hell. You're the one to blame. Yep. I'm the one to blame. Someone said she's the mom from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> Owen. Throw mama from the train. Yeah. Owen! <clears throat> we start with the chubby little fingers. Then the plump little hand. She's gonna grind up chunk, dude. That's not cool. 
delicious. Skywalk it to hell. Taking my world for granted. Beautiful. God, kill me. Let's do an Eiffel Tower honor. Paul, no, thank you. Find somebody else to be the other strut of the tower, okay? I didn't know goblins could sing. <clears throat> now you know. She looks like, um, have you ever seen Labyrinth? <clears throat> yes. Uh, Hoggle. The little dude with the trinkets and shit. Her little friend that turns on her and then comes back and saves her at the end. Hoggle, dude. I'm afraid of her. <laughs> Hoggle don't need no friends. Someone said DP on demand. What happened to SoundCloud? Uh, SoundCloud, I mean, they allowed us to get DMCA'd probably by Crispy Baldy. Yep. And gave us no recourse to get it removed. And uh, it took forever and left us out to hang. So we, we need to have like a reliable place to put a thing like the post show. Am I right? And SoundCloud is just not that. We might, you know, start putting it on there again in the future. But at this point, I think like adding extra content to DP on demand, a little wrap up show. Well, what we thought of the day, I think that's kind of cool. We'll do one tonight. Absolutely. We've got some super chats that have come in. 24-hour DP show. You know, uh, I want to do one to celebrate uh, a view milestone that we've had here at the channel. Yeah? We, we, we've almost hit it. Um, How many views are we looking to, to break? Uh, let me see. It, it's going to happen. It, it may have already happened because it's kind of delayed. Cool. But uh, we'll, we'll be at 50 uh, million views. 50 fucking million views? Yeah, and I want to do a 24-hour stream to commemorate that. Dude, I'm down. That's I'm gonna, with you. We're going to break 50 million probably by the end of the day today because it it's already at 49.9. So I'm with you, dude. I'll be here. That sounds fucking pretty awesome. Yeah, that's huge, man. I didn't even realize we were that close to it. Yep. Wow. So this episode may kind of push us over that edge. I don't have Injustice 2. Oh, man. I kind of want it, though. It looks like fun. Where's Chi J? Uh, he's not here. Yep. He's in an undisclosed location. In a, in a bunker. Look. Uh, Paul, I love your talk with Sargon. It was beautiful. I hope he comes back sooner than later. I hope so too. Yeah, we just have to keep. We just have to keep corpse midget. He said, "I never want to yeah, see that again." We'll keep corpse midget far away from him, and next so, time, you know, give TJ a chance to that, interact with him. Scotty. I think corpse midget is actually the worst fear of Sargon. Is Sargon, it? I was like, "What?" We corpse triggered midget? him, dude. Never heard of him. No, never heard of him. Who his, is it? His triggered is dead midgets, and we triggered him. Corpse midget. Tourette's is proof that there is God and it wants us to laugh. <laughs> I don't know about that, but thanks for the five bucks. It sucks when DP dismissively reads my super chat. Feels like a total waste. I really wanted to know who the tail end of the DP human centipede was. Uh, what? Uh, dude, your $5 doesn't entitle you to any answer that you may want. It entitles you to an answer, which you got. Hey, Paul, you're a faggot chicken fucker. But I'll lick your asshole. Well, thank you, and okay. fuck you. Thanks for your 20 Canadian. My name is Chad. Hello. Hello, Chad. Nice to meet you. How, how are you today, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> we wrote a song back, way back in the day, like in 8th or ninth grade, about a dude named Chad. We actually had this thing that went around where like we would replace the name Chad with like shit. Or your asshole. So you'd say, like, I gotta go wipe my chad. Okay. Or I just All took right. a fat chad. 
Happy birthday, Kira. Yeah, Kira. Happy birthday. Uh, welcome to adulthood and the crushing realization that you're now responsible. Bitch looks like a mutant. What? I don't a know mutant, what you're trying to say. A mutant Ben. A mutant Ben? Why is it starred? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Super chat won't allow the most top most host name and whatever. Fuck off. Paul, when's your next high league giggy? I want to interact, dog. Uh, I do them all the time. I can't. I don't know when my next one will be. <laughs> like, congrats on the milestone, you beautiful fuckers. You've gotten me through a lot of art projects and rough times. Uh, here's to more. Thanks, man. Thanks for the ten bucks and thanks yeah, thank uh, for you. the well wishes. Same to you. Uh, what's your favorite track by Dell the Funky Homo Sapien? Peace from Oslo, Norway. I always have a tro I have a really hard time picking favorite tracks of like, people that like I listen to. Mastermind. That's a that's a good one. Who's that? The Mastermind with uh, Dan the Automator. Did you like a uh, Deltron? That's that's what that's yeah, from. Yeah. Oh, that's from Deltron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, oh wait, that's the same um, dude. Yeah. All right, this one. Uh, you proved. Uh, you miss Shooter McGavin. All I needed to know. Enjoy the $10, you cucks. Okay. I think that's Shooter McGavin's girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> thanks. How did you prove that you missed? Yeah, I don't know what we did that proves we missed Shooter, but... Sargon should just uh, work at InfoWars already. I mean, that might be a lucrative opportunity. I don't know. I'd probably go work over there. Paul... I'm not going to say that. I don't want some fucking clip of me saying some horrifying thing in some terrible language out there. It's like Norwegian. Jeg, I don't know what it oh, is. fuck it. I'll do it. Jeg, You're probably it, saying it totally wrong anyway. Yeah. Jeg, air, air, and fight Javel. There you go, dude. I probably just said gas the Jews and kill the blacks or some shit and fucking finish. Great. What kind of fucking currency is that? Uh, that's uh, Norwegian. Oh, that's Norwegian kroners. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So it's probably Norwegian then. Yeah. Uh, hi, DP. My goal is to one day be a guest on the show. In the meantime, I uploaded a video of my interview with Ian Miles Cheong, and it would be cool if some people could watch it. Thanks. Okay, cool. Thanks for the 10 bucks. Yeah. Go check that out if it interests you. <clears throat> Discord. Got a few minutes left. So Paul is so fat that if he falls from too high a height, it would cause a mass extinction event. <laughs> I don't think that's true, sir. I think Send I would up a burn... cloud of dust and debris into our atmosphere and I block think out I would the sun. Turn into a greasy blob in the atmosphere and land harmlessly wherever. If I landed what? at all, I'd probably just burn up in the atmosphere, dude. There's no way. There's no fucking way, dude. G-Man. I just see him on your Skype there. Yeah. G-Man. Been, been communicating with good old G-Man lately. Yeah, you were telling me that earlier. Yeah, good old G-Man. So he might be uh might bring him on again sometime. He might soon. pop on. Yeah. Let us know what the fuck he's been up Haven't to. Haven't seen G Man in a while on the show. Oh, At we least we over a year, I'd say. No, no, I mean him oh, yeah. actually on the show. Yeah, that's true. Why have we why have we been starving the G Man? 
you know, uh, we, he used to be on the show all the fucking time, so it was good to give him a break. Maybe he decided he didn't want to be. I don't think like, so. I, I think don't like these drunken piss ants anyway. I'm not turning the frogs gay, dude. TJ and Scotty went to the Bilderberg gathering. You can't, yeah. The Bilderbergs! They're turning the frogs gay up there at Bilderberg. How much weight have I lost? Uh, 20-ish? Oh, yeah, 20-ish since I started the workout challenge and about uh, close to 60 overall. Anybody who isn't totally left-wing is a far white right-winger. Re Thank you for the five bucks. Weird. Oh, that means I'm a fat bastard in Swedish. Cool. <laughs> I kind of wish I knew how to pronounce it properly. Gary. Gary. Somebody, somebody there uh, asking for Gary. Thank you for the five bucks. Gary! Thank you for the Gary. Gary, where are you? Where are you? Paul did Yugoslavia. Uh, Yugoslavia collapsed as a nation. Under my weight, is <laughs> yeah. what he's saying. I made a secret visit to Yugoslavia, and as soon as I touched down, the nation collapsed. And they divided. And into divided into two pieces. Oh, it's more than two. <laughs> well, now it is. Yeah, now it's like now it's just pieces. Yeah, I fractured it to fucking pieces, dude. Yep. I balkanized it with my giant ass. You balkanized it? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it is in the Balkans. Let's interact, Paul. Okay. Let's interact. Somebody was like, "Let's interact, Paul." Okay. I, I have a bad. Let's do it. Diarrhea. <laughs> we'll never know if Scotty got his pancakes. Oh yeah. Doesn't look like he's gotten them yet. Was shitty service at that fucking IHOP, wherever he is. <laughs> and I want to know, like, honestly, shitty service at that fucking haircutting place TJ went to, too. Look at that Yeah, haircut. man, he looks really upset. <laughs> I would be, too. <laughs> looks fucking ridiculous. Benghazi make a sex tape with Sex Masterka. Yeah, she's like, you know, she's making sex tapes with people all the time. Yeah, dude. Well, there's, uh, is that five uh, euros? Yes, those are euros. Cool. Well, thank you, Francis. Appreciate that. Get vegan gains on for diet <laughs> advice. Oh yeah, Paul. No, thank you. I'm doing okay on my own. I'm, I'm look. I'm getting healthier. That's you know, the, <laughs> the the first part of his diet advice would be like murder Repsion. Yeah. If you're gonna eat meat, kill Mr. Repsion kill with him. this knife. Just slice his neck. Cut his neck open. Let him bleed out. And watch all of the light go out of his eyes while he bleeds out of his neck and then eat him and make that your last meal of meat <laughs> thanks gigan veins and then go on a whole food vegan diet yes and then film your closest relative dying of cancer and put it on the internet then you'll be healthy <laughs> he's uh, had some mushroom trips though I want to kind of see where he's at now Sounds like he got he's some fucking. The, he's still in the same place. Is he really? Yeah, I've I've seen him on on other channels. No metaphys no metaphysical enlightenment, no no wisdom has been attained from his shroom trips. He's all right, you know. He's still. Uh, it's you know. What made you quite being a commie? I'm assuming quit being a commie, Ben. Uh, pff, I think I, you know, I was involved with people who had very extreme views and you know me wanting uh, you know 
me being more of a follower at that point in my life got me involved in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was I was kind of indoctrinated by friends of mine, and I I did agree with it a lot uh, at the time, but I think I just kind of grew out of it. I got older, and you know, I don't I don't agree with actual communism anymore. I do like some aspects of socialism, but. I'm, I'm definitely not into communism. I like the symbolism and everything, though. Like, I like the old Soviet stuff. I think that looks cool. Come on over and try globalism, Ben. No. Give globalism a try. I don't want to give globalism a try. Let an, let an AI decide. Give globalism a try. Oh, yeah. Dude, the AI doesn't fucking exist. Dude. Not yet. But why shouldn't we be advocating for that AI to be born? Let's do it quick. All right, I'm ending the show before Paul goes full retard. Globalist fucking meltdown, man. I want more people. I want I want a globalist cult, Ben. All right, have fun with that. <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. Thanks we'll see watching. you on Monday. For a great shave at a great price, join Dollar Shave Club. New members get their first month of the executive razor and a tube of Dr. Carver's shave butter for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only 5 bucks. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash peasants. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash P-E-A-S-A-N-T-S. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay.